calling Dr. Howard. Howard 100. o'clock in the morning again. I'm, uh, I don't know what's going on, but I gotta get some sleep one of these days. I mean, what is this? What time are you going to bed? I believe I was asleep at 9, 9, 15. And, uh, I was watching my advance. You know, Robin, I'm very famous. I get an advanced copy of Bachelor in Paradise. <laughs> I know what happens. And I was so watching that. So while we're all guessing and wondering, you know. I love the new season, but if my wife's any indication, she just falls right asleep to it. She does <laughs> not care. You know, she might be losing her uh, affection for Bachelor, Bachelor. Nation. It's funny because I said to her, honey, you want me to turn it off? She goes, no, just watch it. Who cares? And I went, what? <laughs> See? <laughs> what? You're going to miss whether or not the the young lady is able to poop. There's a, a young lady in her bikini talking about she hasn't been able to poop for 10 days on Bachelor in Paradise. And oh, they might have to send her home. I won't tell you what happens. You uh, know it's really what disgusting. the outcome is. I do know the outcome. I'm going to go to Las Vegas and bet on it. <laughs> no, no, no. Hey, everybody. I'm kind of tired. I got up this morning and I was uh, I was testing my erection. Uh, yeah, I know. It sounds weird. What does weird. that mean? I don't know if you're interested in that story, but I'm, I don't I understand how you test an erection. Oh, I'll tell you the whole story. But wait a second. I wrote myself a note. And now I can't find it. I brought it down with me. I made Is notes. Is it that for the little show. scrap of paper over there? Where do you see it? Not that. Do you mean this? Oh. Yeah, no. the post-it. I'm so annoyed with myself. What's wrong with me, Robin? There's some bottles my... and there's another blue post-it. Is that it? Not a post. It's not that kind of post-it. It's oh, a different oh. post-it. Sorry. Did I throw it out? I bet you I threw it out. You know, I make notes for the show all over my house. And I leave them and I, I put them in the computer but and I send them to Jason. But this morning I was on fire because I was up so early and I made some funny notes. And now you can't find them. I can't find it. Jesus Christ. I'm really upset with myself. Don't you know good... that you should use a, a like a book and you scribble this yeah. stuff in a book? Mm, a book is don't... less hard to lose. I have a million systems. But or this more one hard to down. lose. Yeah. No, I have books. I have journals. I have all kinds of things. But this was like a spur of the moment thing, a pad I keep by my bed. I keep a pad by my bed for notes. Right, uh, if but I get I'm one. telling you, you should keep a book by your bed. I'm not keeping a book by my bed. <laughs> First of all, my notes for the show are so embarrassing that if somebody read them, they think I would, they would lock me up in a mental institute. They, they would be left for posterity when somebody would go through your book notes. Yeah, like Jada Pinkett Smith. I mean, uh, some of my things should not be read. Uh, where the hell is it? <laughs> Jada Pinkett Smith. She's driving me nuts. Uh, I'm all over that. You nuts. It's driving me nuts. I can't understand <laughs> how Will Smith keeps putting up with this. It's like, you know, there used to be this author. I think his name was Albert Goldman. And Albert Goldman would write these books about celebrities. And you'd always read like the celebrities are upset that Al like I think he wrote it, the autobiography or the biography of uh, of uh, like one about Bob Dylan or so, you know, whatever it was. I don't know. 
And the celebrities would get upset with this guy because he would write about them. And uh, but Will Smith's living a life where the person writing about him is his wife. She's living in the house with him, getting exclusive information and then writing books about it. And she doesn't uh, apparently tell him. <laughs> no, and like, he seems look, to I'm learn about it. A book about you, so you watch your language. <laughs> you watch yeah, he what you do. <laughs> like he's watching the Today Show, and suddenly she's on with Hoda Kotb saying, "I am no longer married to my husband. I haven't been for seven years." And then next week she goes on and goes, "I am married to my husband. I am in love with my husband." And then Hoda goes, "What?" And and Jada goes, "Well, you don't let me finish." After she's, I, I, listen. The well, whole fucking the thing, thing is making me nuts. Because it was Hoda's fault that she didn't get out that she was married again. She always, it's always somebody else's fault with Jada. Yeah. Jada's perfect. Hoda's the problem. <laughs> In fact, uh, Jada's media interviews just keep coming. Yesterday morning, she appeared again on the Today Show with Hoda Kotby and Jenna Bush Hager. When does she become like a regular co-host? She's on every day. <laughs> well, this time she said she'd never leave Will Smith's side, which is weird because uh, a she week said ago. She wasn't living with him for seven years. <laughs> yeah. It's infuriating me. Things are making me nuts. <laughs> well, that's because you're nuts. trying to understand it. There is no understanding. Here, I wait, I'll play a clip. This is a new clip now. This is another clip. So can we just again for the because then people call me like, wait, what happened? <laughs> so where if you were We're to describe your relationship, beautiful place. Yeah, I will never leave Will's side. Never, ever. No. And that's all. You know what I mean? I'll never leave a side. But just like I explained to you yesterday, mm -hmm. I'm not putting it in that box. Yeah. You know, like I worked so hard to dismantle all the romanticism. And I just want to love what? Will as he is. Mm. Right. I don't want to put him in any boxes and I don't want to be put in a box. Like if my wife said to me, like if I turned on the TV, this is what I'm saying. Let me say this. If I turn she on the hasn't met with, with Will this much to talk to him. No, he's like, <laughs> if, my, if I turned on and saw Hoda Kotb and Jenna Hager Bush. So, well, when did what? Who's when did the president's How kids get TV Jenna show? Hager Bush. No, she's, she's just Bo Jenna Bush Hager. Hager. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, but her father's George Bush, so she keeps that name. Wants everyone to know she's a Bush. Um. I'm thinking of changing my name to Howard Bush Stern. <laughs> I, uh, if I turned on the TV and like my wife is on there going, and I'm not even living with her. And then she's like, I'm not going to put Howard in a box. I'm not going to put him in a box. And I, I, the first thing I'd say is, what the fuck is she? What is she? I'm in a box. What is a box? Like, I, what hold his head much of it. she have me in? Yeah, I'm not going to put <laughs> Howard in a box. And I'd be like, okay, yeah, because probably I'm six foot five. And, but uh, where are you going to find a box that big? I'm not going to put Howard in a box. And then she goes, and I removed the romanticism. And I, I So what, what have what? we got left if there's no romance? <laughs> no romance. No romance. <laughs> and what, you're going to stay at the house? <laughs> I'd be like fucking going nuts. What's wrong with him, though? I mean, he's nuts staying with her. I mean, she's hot. Don't get me wrong. I, but, you know, we've been to I don't that know, party. But, you know, sometimes when you're in one of those situations, it's called the uh, Stockholm Syndrome. Mm. That you start to identify 
with your abuser or your yeah, yeah your you know yeah. whoever's got you captive and i think i don't know he's convinced himself that he must do what she says i got 24 seconds left on this clip so let me finish it mm-hmm. and let me tell you it's been beautiful mm-hmm. it's what, been beautiful what does that beauty look like yeah. for you day in and day out so are y'all living together it's just this beautiful connection Pro- we will Mm-hmm. Look at that. Not right now. But you will. But yeah. You will. yeah. Oh, yeah. That's Why yeah. do you say that with such a clarity? Because um, I'm crazy. Because that's, that's what it's going to be. <laughs> that's why it's headed. Say something yeah. different. <laughs> I mean, and then, like, and then she has this big, eerie smile. And she, they go, well, are you living together? Not right now. But we will. Well, how are you so confident? Yeah. Hoda has now, I'm counting, Hoda has now interviewed Jada Pinkett Smith three times, and I know less than when we started. <laughs> uh, wow. Imagine being her agent. Hoda's uh, agent? Honey, <laughs> Jada Pinkett Smith's agent. Honey, oh. I, I can't keep track. Where do, what's our story now? Are we with Will Smith? Are we not with Will Smith? Are we in a box? Where the fuck are we? What are we promoting? Are we promoting that you've been divorced for seven years or that you're back together? What are we, what are, what are we talking about? I said to my wife this morning in like a real conversation, I said, what is it that it bothers me so much? Like, why am I so transfixed by this? And I said to her, if you were on TV talking about me like that, I'd be like, well, I don't have a marriage. I can't trust that my wife's going to keep her yap shut. Would you, he's not saying he's in a beautiful place. Like, we're only yeah. getting Jada's description of this. Listen, I'm a age, I'm the agent of Jada Pinkett Smith. And I said to her, honey, you haven't made a film in a while. So what I want you to do is go on the Today Show and talk in circles. You'll sound very <laughs> smart. This was all your idea. Just what you got to do is talk in riddles. And you'll sound like a self-help person. Like, what? Jesus, I, I could spend all day on this. So one. can we just again for the, because then it, people call me like, wait, what happened? <laughs> you didn't, so and she laughs at like, it's, yeah, it's great. Nobody knows what's happening in my marriage. And people seem to be focused I'm getting on getting all this attention. Yeah, I'm getting attention. Where, if you were to describe your relationship. Beautiful place. Yeah. I will no, never leave How can you be in the most beautiful never, place? Ever. You don't live it's together. It's just not mm-hmm. together. <laughs> right. What the fuck? We're in the most beautiful place. No, you're not. You're writing books about your husband. Well, it's also, this is what upsets you. It's not doing Will any good, all these no. interviews. Listen, who gives a shit? My client is now on the Today Show three times. President, presidents of the United States don't get that. You understand, <laughs> honey? Jada Pinkett Smith is the most important woman on the planet right now because she's got all the inside scoop on this character, Will Smith. <laughs> and she even said to me, "What? Well, I can't go on the Today Show for three times. And I said, just pretend you're the Riddler and use a bunch of buzzwords that don't make any sense. Forget acting. You're now a personality. A personality. I told her. Just crank up the crazy bullshit. <laughs> wow. Wow. 
Yeah, but, wait, but, but when she goes, that's all, you know what I mean? I'll never leave a side. But just like I explained to you yesterday, you left this side. Mm-hmm. You're not still not cl- with him. <laughs> you wait, said just you're not as, living together. I know. She goes, just as I explained to you yesterday. And it in that box. Yeah. You know, like I worked so hard to dismantle all the romanticism. And I just mm. want to love Will as he is. Mm. Right? Mm. Poor Hoda's got to go. Mm. Just talk nonsense. You get a ton of money for doing nothing. I mean, what is she saying? A box, romanticism. It's not. I wish Hoda would have just gone, wait a second. This is nonsense. I mean, uh, Jada was on the Today Show more than Jenna Hagar Bush. Or whatever. Well, her name I think is. they should change the name to the the Today the Show Today with show? Jada Pink and Samantha. Today Show with Hoda, Jenna, and Jada. <laughs> no, forget was, the others. Just Jada Hoda, Pink and Smith will be running around the studio. Hoda and J- Hoda Bush was ignoring the Israeli-Palestine war in the ten o'clock hour. You know, well, they don't just, talk about the the serious stuff anyway on the in the ten o'clock hour. They know people are sick of that. People want to get back whether tw- Taylor Swift is fucking uh, Travis Kelsey and, and, and Jada Pinkett Smith is taking all the magic she away. She just knocked them right off the yeah. the front page, didn't she? She knows what she's doing. Jada went on the Stephen Colbert show that I haven't heard. Let me listen to that. Okay. Got to be some crazy shit there. Maybe oh, Stephen he could make sense. Yeah. Steven probably wasn't putting up with that. Hmm, I just fucked up my... All right, here we go. Hey, guys. Okay. Hmm. Honey, I'm honey. Hey, guys, I locked out my computer. I can't press anything. I hit swap on. Anybody know? Okay, thanks. I didn't go to that theater as his wife, but I was leaving as his wife, and I was going to stand by his side. Oh, that's a big thing with Jada now. I'm becoming a real fan. This line that she says, I went to the Oscars with Will Smith. I didn't go there as his wife, but I left as his wife. Meaning, he screamed out, get your, get my wife out of your mouth. To Chris Rock. Because she says it everywhere now. Here's a stream of interviews where she says, I didn't go to that theater as his wife, but I was leaving as his wife. And I was like, you hit Chris? All right, well, we're in this together now. I didn't come in here as your wife, but we, I'm leaving as your wife. I was there with him as a family member, not necessarily as his wife. When it happened, well... I'm his wife now. I actually didn't go to the Oscars as Will's wife. In that moment that that did happen, I was like, we came together, we're leaving together. I was like, oh, snap. You hit Chris? I was like, I'm riding with you. I didn't come into this place as your wife, but I'm leaving here as your wife. Because we got a storm we're going to have to deal with together. I am not going to leave your side. And people are applauding that. Yeah, they like it. He he beat up a guy on camera. 
And Nash, I, well, what she's saying is I enjoyed seeing him hit Chris Rock and calling me his wife. And so I decided I want to be with him. But that's what I know yeah. about her. She's from Baltimore. Yeah. And there's a crazy logic there. You know, like she loved Tupac Shakur. Uh, right. a thug, you know, like he had a tattoo, thug life. He was a, right. a what rough guy. And she winds up married to the Fresh Prince of Bel-Air. And he's not hard. You know, he's not street hardened right. like Tupac. All of a sudden, he was, you know, wailing on Chris Rock at an award show. And she fell hmm. in love. <laughs> wow. By the way, where was that audience? That where is she in a prison? Who claps for an assault? Yeah, when he know. hit Chris, and I was like, "Snap!" Snap was the thing she did. Yeah, she snapped. Yeah, she snapped. Everybody snapped. <laughs> he snapped. Anyway, and so then she, she snapped. So she told Colbert, "I went in not as his wife, but I came out as his wife." I didn't go to that theater as his wife, but I was leaving as his wife, and I was going to stand by his side no matter what. Well, that's really fascinating. Um, that it was oh. sort of like a moment <laughs> of uh, sort of emotional crisis. No, it's not. It's crazy. <laughs> that brought you together. If if I assault someone, you you might not want to leave as fascinating. <laughs> Absolutely, that's exactly what it was. You and called it, that a holy slap. I called it. I called it the holy joke, the holy slap, and holy lessons. Teach me the lesson. Teach me the holy lesson of that moment. You know, I had to learn not to take any of it personally, and I had to learn. I learned so much about shadow. My shadow, will shadow, just everybody's shadow. Yeah, my shadow. <laughs> Chris Rock's shadow, because I think Will slapped it right out of him. <laughs> you know, everybody's shadows. <laughs> right? We had to go look for it in the wings. You know, and so in that time, really learning about unconditional love and learning that we're all here trying to figure out this thing called life and seeing how... None of this makes sense. None of it. And never is she does she show any concern or care for Chris Rock. No, no, not that I'm hearing. The guy who slapped him. I know Chris Rock is. Uh, he ain't thrilled with all this. He's like, could you guys just get me out of your story? I told Jada. This is the greatest thing that ever the night of the Oscars. I said, this is the greatest thing that ever happened for you. There's a book about how you feel about the slap, how you feel about your husband. What do you think about this? Chris Rock? Are you going to be you went in not his wife, but your I knew I saw this. <laughs> By the way, here's the problem. This Will Smith character has to go slap another comedian. I would like to see him slap either uh, Jerry Seinfeld or Louis C.K., Maybe even one of these new kids on Saturday Night Live. It's one of them. But we got to have another fight between the comedians. But uh, even I said, I said, tell your husband to smash Gallagher too, like a watermelon. <laughs> Can you imagine if Will slaps Gallagher too? And let me tell you something, that Gallagher too, he's no pussy. He'll fight back. They'll go three rounds. I'm telling you right now. <laughs> Celebrity comic fights. Fucking crazy. 
should slap that Pete Davidson right in his big penis. Yeah, that'd be good. And Jada could write a book about it. Crazy stuff. She could say that, wow, I didn't come in as his wife, but I'm leaving as his wife. <laughs> be great if uh, Will Smith could slap Travis Kelsey because he's hot right now. <laughs> oh, I guarantee you Will Smith wouldn't slap Travis Kelsey. Oh, no, because he'd find himself flying across the room. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'll tell you what. You know who would be good for Will Smith to slap next? Who? Think about it. Prince Harry. Oh, no. Yes. Yeah. (laughs) You know what would be funny? If Will Smith sneezed on Howie Mandel, because he goes crazy with the germs. Keep your wife out my... Out your mouth, and then ha-choo, right on Howie Mandel. <laughs> if Will Smith would slap Putin, the head guy in Russia, or Xi Jinping from China, well, then he'd be America's darling. But no, he should join the military and go fight. But uh, how about we line up the whole cast, the whole new cast of Saturday Night Live, and we give him one long slap from Will Smith. And then he Jada goes on the Today Show. In a row, like the Three Stooges yeah. would do it. Yeah. And he can just slap all of it. One big slap. <laughs> now you think like an agent. Good for you. <laughs> yes, Guillermo. Uh, Guillermo, New Jersey. What's up, Guillermo? Hey, good morning, Howard. Good morning, Robin. I just wanted to say, you know, you, you told, you've spoken about a pussy call before. Jada must have him in, like, the worst pussy coma in the history of mankind. Or she knows where he buried a body, and he doesn't want her to go writing a book about where he buried a body. I I have no other reason why he would put up with this, because she's degrading him. Will Smith could get a a ton of women. Will Smith's a good-looking dude. He's number one box office, got billions of dollars, probably has a billion dollars his net worth. I don't know what what's going on there. I don't I don't understand it, but it is fascinating. I don't even know why it bothers me so much. Like why I'm so into it, but all of America's into it. Because the man is he's not speaking for himself anymore. His mm-hmm. wife is his spokesperson and she well, tells the world who he is. Guillermo said it. Maybe that pu- pussy is awesome. Pussy is the greatest. But if you haven't gotten it in 7 pussy years. Pussy is awesome. Pussy is the greatest. What are you still doing there? He's thinking about it. <laughs> <laughs> She's hot, though. I had her on the show. She was just intoxicating. She had me hypnotized. Yeah, woman. See, uh, you have that yeah. thing where you like women who are, you know, not quite. <laughs> quite there. <laughs> not quite predictable, let's say. <laughs> if you fuck me good, I'll. I'll, I'll I'll stay in any. You put situation. up with anything. I'll put up with anything. <laughs> <laughs> I tell you, I feel real good. I'm watching this Will Smith Jada Pinkett Smith marriage. I feel great about my marriage. Our biggest problem is bees. <laughs> Beth keeps getting stung by bees, and I and I uh, I have to keep taking her to the emergency room. And you tell the bees, right? Uh, yeah. Keep your mouth out of my wife. <laughs> Michael, you're on the air in California. Hey now, hey, uh, pussy awesome, pussy the greatest. I think it's a absolute conspiracy. It is. They're trying to get back on the map and and finish help his ego. It is absolute. I live in L.A. 
it is absolutely just all of these media media episodes is just kind of a circus out here it's, it's maybe you're right really, about something you just made yeah. me think of something michael like here's the here, this is this would be an evil plan but yet like i i'm really i i like will smith i like his movies i find him uh you know good actor and he's a likable guy and then all of a sudden this oscar thing happened and i was like hey this guy's a fucked up dude i don't like him anymore because you don't right. do that you just you don't go up and just smack some guy in the head on tv and um so how do you recover from that? I find myself feeling bad for this dude every yeah. time his wife goes on TV yeah. and keeps fucking knocking him in the head. And I'm like, I didn't think I'd be saying this, but I feel sort of bad for Will. Yeah, well, Will yeah, you know, put out a movie. Out here. Yeah, Will put out a movie after the slap. They delayed yeah. it for a while because yeah. they didn't want to come out right after the slap. And then they yeah. quietly put it out. And I don't think it did anything at the box office or on <laughs> Disney Plus or wherever it showed up. Yeah. And or uh, maybe this is an effort to get some sympathy because I came away. You know, I was a, you know, Will Smith puts out a movie. I go to see a Will Smith movie. Right. Right. And right. I so just you're not. So you think. Movie. Do you think it's possible that that, that they are that brilliant? That, that they're playing. Brilliant? That they're not playing checkers. They're not playing chess. They're playing four-dimensional chess. <laughs> like, they it, sat down it, it, in a room and said, here's what I'm going to do. I'll write a book. I'll humiliate you more than you humiliated Chris Rock. People will start yep. to feel bad for you because you're in a marriage with me. I'll take the hit for you. I think wow. it's a sacrifice. Sacrifice wow. right there. I, I really do. I do. A lot of people out here in L.A. really believe that. Love <laughs> listening to this here. I appreciate you guys taking me on. Let me tell you something. Robin's not kidding. When she says she was a Will Smith, Robin loved the movie Hitch. Now, that's a Will Smith fan. That's a Will Smith fan. <laughs> that, that woman over there, sitting over across from me is a Will Smith fan. Uh, wow. But you talk about, um, you talk about, uh, listen, I got to interrupt one last time. Who the hell was talking about Will and Jada before the slap? No one. This was genius. All right. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Crazy. All right, one last comment because people are turned on by this. Yes, Jason in New York. Hey, now. Hey, now. Morning. Hey, Morning. I, I'm telling you, I can't stand Jada. She is just repulsive. And an interview with Beetlejuice makes more sense than her. And <laughs> one, one more quick thing. I would, I would prefer to listen to Bobo on the air and listen to more Jada. And I fucking hate Bobo. He, he's just the worst. All right. There you go. No more Jada. Thank you. All right. I'm moving on. Hey. Anyway. Just in time. Don't want to lose that guy. No. The Jada conversation. Yeah. I mean, Robin did a cameo on Fresh Prince of Bel-Air. And I'll tell you what. If she had fucked Will Smith, none of this would have happened. <laughs> He'd still be on top of his game. Robin did not have an affair with the Fresh Prince of Bel-Air. And now well, the yeah, catastrophe. Jada hadn't gotten to him by then. You know, he's still Is that right? his first wife mm. when I you met could, him. You could have saved him, <laughs> Robin. You could have been the anchor. That would have straightened him out and removed his anger. 
Robin, take off your PJs. It's your daddy. Anyway, uh, everything bothers me. I was like, so I was watching Jimmy Kimmel, our, our dear friend Jimmy Kimmel. He His guest was Christina Aguilera. Uh-huh. Kimball, Kimball. She walks out looking sensational. You know, she was heavy Damn. gal for a while. Yeah. She's, she's this thin now. Thin as my pinky. She's back to her fighting. Uh, she looks like when she, you know, when she recorded Genie in a Bottle, that video. Yeah. And you know how hot <laughs> she was? Yeah. She walks out in little stretch pants and sashaying over to the fucking couch. And again, I don't have any information. Maybe she worked out. Maybe she uh, joined a Jack LaLanne or something and, you know, really. Be, but I, I, I went crazy. I say to my wife this morning, you got it. She's on the Ozempic. <laughs> Never mind. Why don't people just fess up. I, I, again, I don't know that she is, so I don't want to, I don't want to speak for her. She looks great. Don't get me wrong. She looks so fucking hot. I mean, it was crazy. And I, but I, I, I found again the same anger I get. And I don't know why I'm so angry. I don't, I asked my psychiatrist yesterday, why am I so angry? 25 years I'm in this chair. Why am I so angry? I don't think it's fair. I work very hard to stay thin. And now Christina Aguilera is hot again. And she didn't have to lift a fucking weight. She didn't have to say no to that piece of cheesecake. There used to be, they said three out of every four adults in the United States are obese. And I was Okay, that I got something. dropping, though. <laughs> you can't find <laughs> any... Dropping. You can't find one fatso anymore. <laughs> Bubba the Love Sponge is 12 pounds. <laughs> By the way, he wrote me. He said he is not on Ozempic. He started on Ozempic, and he, he dropped it after three weeks. He and he's now... Yeah. He, he wakes up at two in the morning and works out for two hours. I mean, he you know. So he is working. He's working. He, I got no problem with that. You know, the funniest person on Ozempic is Sharon Osbourne. Oh, she, she she's very thin. <laughs> and then she says, to, and now she's, she says, I, I lost too much weight yeah. on Ozempic. That's some and drug. I, I advise people not to take it. But she's sashing you know, around on every red carpet showing right. off her weight loss. You know, listen, I know my looks are horrible. I know what I look like. I know I'm not a handsome man. So being thin was at least, you know, I could always say, at least I'm thin and I have my hair. You know what I mean? I had my look, quote unquote. And I mean, I really suffered to look this thin and this awful. <laughs> and and uh, and now, like I say, heavy set people are like unicorns. You can't find them. Can't find them, and so you got to you got to Google a clip or, or just go on. Then I went. So I walked downstairs this morning. I said to my wife, "I just watched Jimmy Kimmel with Christina Aguilera, and you got to see what she looks like." She goes, "I don't care. I don't want to. I don't want to see." 
I said, what do you mean you don't want to see? You don't want to see if Christina Aguilera is thin? You don't want to see what, don't, you know, I love to see people who were heavy and then get thin. I, I yeah, live you for love it. that weight loss it. makeover. Yes. I love it. And Christina Aguilera is a great example of somebody losing a lot of weight and looking fabulous. I mean, she looks fabulous. You know, she could put on that genie outfit now. That's how good she looks. <laughs> I'm back I'm not my fucking genie with you. outfit. <laughs> put on. Put on your genie outfit. <laughs> Dance around. I'll bet you in Vegas, she's doing a show. I bet you she puts on the genie outfit. I guarantee it. Maybe. Maybe guarantee. she's doing a show in Vegas. Yeah, she's doing a, some sort of show. So I, I, uh, I don't know. I said to my wife, you got to see. The, I really wanted her to look. She, and it was driving me crazy. She goes, I don't want to look. I go, what do you mean? You don't, I don't understand. I'm telling you, Christina Aguilera is thin and I have a picture <laughs> here. Why wouldn't you want to look? She goes, I just don't care. I don't care. I, I'm happy for her. If she's thin, I don't need to see Christina Aguilera. She's from Pittsburgh. My, I didn't know that. My wife knows it. She goes, that's yeah. great. Yeah. My wife's from Pittsburgh. She goes, but I don't need to see it. I do not want to see it. Well, now I'm eating my breakfast. I'm going nuts. So that pisses you off too. That pisses me off. What? This with her. Yeah, like, like, what's wrong with me? In other words, what? How could somebody even love me? I'm, I'm nuts. I couldn't accept the fact. So, I had to leave my phone with my wife because someone's coming to fix it. Oh. My boy Jeff is coming to fix it. Yeah, I got, um, I got something I want loaded on there. Don't ask. So Jeff said, leave your phone. With your wife. So I go over. I say, honey, Jeff says to leave my phone with you. She goes, okay. I opened it up to the picture of Christina Aguilera and I slid. I say, here, look. <laughs> she goes, oh, great. I, I told you I didn't want to see it. <laughs> she goes, yes, yeah, she's thin. She looks great. I go, yeah, but it bothers me. She goes, why does it bother you? I, I say, it just bothers me that I have, I, I, I'm sitting here eating. I'm measuring the amount of cashews I eat <laughs> so I can stay reasonably thin. Christina Aguilera did not. She doesn't. You know what I do? You don't know what she did. Just like you said, you don't. Right, know I don't know. She I did. don't know. Right. I don't know what she did. But if she did do Ozempic, <laughs> I said, look, I, I take the palm of my hand and I put my hand in the cashews and anything that's outside the palm of my hand, I put back in the jar. Boom. That, this is how I make my breakfast. One palmful. Do I want two palmfuls? Yes. I do. I would like to eat two palmfuls of cashews, but do <laughs> I do it? No, because I know I put on weight easily. I'm not running anymore. Look at, I mean, we have such an abundance of food in America, but I'm denying myself that abundance. And let me tell you something, it ain't easy. I want to eat cashews. I want to. I deny myself happiness every second of the day in many, many different ways. I totally deny myself happiness. Christi if Christina Aguilera did Ozempic, she didn't have to deny herself happiness. Well, actually, she did. I mean, it's uncomfortable to be on Ozempic. Is it? I yeah. don't know. Let me hear. Here's a woman who says she's on it. Susan, you uh, you on that stuff? Hey, Howard. Uh, great Hi. to hear you and, and be on. Yes, I'm on Manjaro, which is like, you know, in the same family. 
Yeah. Um, my wife and I did it since June under a doctor's care, and we both lost like 30 pounds. And I'm not even ashamed to say that I was on it, or I'm on it. I, right. I tried my whole life to lose weight. I've always been overweight, kind of. And this is like a miracle. It's a miracle. And I think what it's really going to do is it. help people with uh, alcohol and drug issues, too, because you don't want anything when you're on it. You don't even want anything. No sweets. I hate it. I hate no it. I hate that you're thin. I do. I, I don't. Well, I'm it's not like. Thin. <laughs> oh, you're not? Well, that's good. Yeah. yeah. I don't mind if you got a little bit thin, but as long as you're still heavy, heavy say gal, that's okay with me. <laughs> I mean, uh, I say you got to do the work. All right, Susan. Well, congratulations on your weight loss, I guess. All Yay. right. There you go. Thank you, Howard. Thank you, guys. We love you right. so much. I love can't you too. Thanks again. Thanks. Hip, hip, hooray. Howard, you're being really cruel because you don't understand that a lot of people have a real physical illness that keeps them fat. Well, listen, I recognize there's something wrong with me that I care about this. I mean, I should be thrilled for everyone who's happy. (laughs) That's right. Right. I've got a problem. We know that. Why don't you want other people to be happy? I do. I do want other people to be happy. I wish, believe me, I wish, I wish, uh, the whole world could be happy so they'd stop killing each other. You get one shot at life and, and this is what's going on everywhere. And, and, and don't be a fan of Vladimir Putin and Zhao Jinping of China. The people who enslave other people, don't be a fan. What is going on in our country? Well, anyway, uh, What does Billy want? Hey, Billy, you're on the air. Go ahead in North Carolina. Good morning, sir. Robin, I love you. Uh, it should be interesting to hear the perspective of King of All Blacks on Jada and Will. He, uh, hmm. oh, God. Black man, he really <laughs> yep, cracks me up with his perspective. Because really, sometimes he does have a good point on, on black men, different types of black men. Well, Billy, uh, you're a subscriber. I want to give the subscribers what they want now because you requested it. Here he is, King of All Blacks, with his perspective, I guess, on Jada Pinkett Smith and Will Smith. Go ahead, King. I've been dying to talk about them, too. First of all, Will Smith is a simp. He's one of them dudes that that, that like, like, lets women run all over him and all of that. So Jada... Jada, I don't. I think she tolerates him, but doesn't love him because hmm. his first his first marriage, she told him to talk him into trying to save his marriage, and knew that she he was in love with her. If a woman loves you, she wouldn't try to save your marriage. Tell you to go home and to your wife. She tell you to leave your wife. So that's she doesn't like him. That's all. All right, there is, uh, you, listen, as a subscriber, Billy uh, requested King of All Blacks, and and I delivered. And another thing, she she (laughs) really loved Tupac, because Tupac was a a so-called thug and all of that. Those are the type of people she, men she really Tupac never, ever, she never had sex with Tupac. He wouldn't have sex with her. She wanted to have sex with him. Yeah, is that right? Exactly. Uh, yeah. okay. See, Robin know how niggas think, and not. Oh and not, God, help yeah. us! <laughs> she does. Robin. She does. She has a. She I does. didn't know that about Robin. She's not one. <laughs> She's not one, but she knows how they think. 
Like that. All right. Well, well, what a compliment. Uh, thank you for complimenting Robin. She, <laughs> Another one of people, my skills. <laughs> I love Robin. I think she's a huge talent, but people don't point it out enough, and uh, you evidently do. All right. Thank you, King. There was a back, wait, let me just say one more thing. There, yeah. There was a, when we used to live, where we used to live, it was a black dude that that had money like, you know, like like we did. It was very few, but he was one of them. He used to eat chicken and all that shit in front of his house hmm. in that type really? of neighborhood yeah so it don't have nothing to do with money it got something to do with mentality you know what I'm saying? I don't, but uh, no, fair enough. I have, I have no I totally idea what you're that. saying. <laughs> yeah, but yeah, I'm hey, saying, King. I'm saying, I'm saying, you could give, you could give a nigga money, but that doesn't I, mean make him not be a nigga. Did that make any uh, sense? Uh, uh, all right, what easy with saying? easy with the N word. Now listen, King. Uh, let me switch topics as I said long as nigger, I got you. Not nigga. I said nigga. Well, whatever. Said, all right. Listen, hey, King. Uh, yes. Uh, you had thoughts on Ronnie's, uh, there were pictures posted of Ronnie's outfit that he wore for the party. You, you, uh, what, what about Ronnie's belt buckle with the giant skull on it at the welcome party and his custom made flip flops from the cabana? First of all, what he had the t-shirt tucked in with the, with the belt buckle open. Like he didn't tuck that part and he wants you to see his belt buckle. You know what I'm saying? Right. He had the old rest tucked in so that could be prominent. So, so I agree with King on that. Like, if you have a, a belt buckle that you think is cool, have your shirt over it. And like, if you it. lift up your arms or something, and and someone catches a glimpse of it, that's kind of cool. You know what I mean? But that's you don't. You do. don't. Yeah. Yeah, you don't do that. That's what I do with my Rolex. You know, in the winter you can't show it off that much. So you you let your long sleeve like you reach for stuff so people can see. But <laughs> right. With, 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 yeah. Mm. Yeah. And Ronnie's right. advertising the big giant belt buckle with the skull right. on it, and uh, right. he could be more subtle about it. Like, hey, if I happen to catch a glimpse of it and go, hey, what's that? That looks pretty cool. It's like you know who dresses really cool? Keith Richards. You know, there's a guy, yes. an older guy. He really knows how to dress. Yeah. And, uh, I know, I know like he'll put a, he got that yeah. rocker look, and, and he knows how to do it. He yeah, knows how yeah. to do it. And they're about yeah, the yeah. same age, right? Yeah, yeah, they're pretty close. <laughs> <laughs> see, but you, see, you, you around that age, too, but you, your aura, your aura doesn't deliver that. Your aura, yeah, my aura. The way you dress and the way you, you know, you get your feet done and all that. Gee, open, open, people get old, they let themselves go. They don't give a fuck. I don't get my feet done. What are you talking about? Well, I thought you said you get pedicures and all that. Nah. I used to. I went with my wife a few times. Yeah, I stopped a long time ago. You know why? I enjoyed it. Why? I'll tell you exactly why. I go to the nail salon with my wife. I told this on the air years ago. And I'm sitting there with my feet in that water and my pants rolled up and, uh, you know, reading a magazine with all the ladies and. All of a sudden, this this young girl, not that attractive, if you know what I mean. She, I yeah. see her staring at me, and she's got the phone out, and I'm looking at her, and I go, "Oh, wait, listen to this." I'm looking at her, and I'm saying, "She, this fucking chick, she, you know, this is not a good look for me being pictures? in a." She's yeah. taking pictures. Then yeah, I said to myself, "Can I go over to her 
and say, please stop taking pictures. Now, imagine she's not taking pictures. Then I look like a dildo. And then her, you know what I mean? And, and then, like, probably her mom is there, too. And they're going to start yelling at me and all this shit. Like, oh, who do you think you are? We didn't even know who you were. Blah, 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 blah. I get all that. So I'm like, oh, I want to go over meanwhile, this. Like, meanwhile, just... meanwhile, she was taking pictures of you. Meanwhile, the next day, page six of the New York Post. Yeah. Yeah. There I am, sitting with my pants rolled up, getting a nice <laughs> little pedicure, looking like uh, a weirdo. And, uh, so, you know, it's not the image I want to project to my fans. You know, my fans so expect a lot of me. Feet now? So then who does your feet? Here's what I do. I go in the shower. I got a brush. I brush them and keep them clean. And I come out okay. and I clip my toenails. I've been thinking people with that money like you, they got people coming in and, and you know. They, they well, I'll tell you what. I got a story for that. I'm going to give you the truth. I said to my wife, I can't be seen in a salon. I'm too famous. Yeah, <laughs> yeah exactly. So, You're right. You're right. right. So, so I said, there's got to be someone we could hire to come to the house and clip my toenails. All I, I don't even want, like, I don't even want anything, you know, fancy. I don't want her sitting but there massaging my... But they can even my... bring a whole setup. They bring a whole setup. So, yeah. my wife found... So, my wife called one of her Yenta friends, who's a top Yenta, who knows everything. <laughs> and she goes, oh, yeah. So-and-so. All right. We get the name. And uh, we get the price. A little bit. It was very pricey. I'll be honest with you. The woman was charging top dollar because evidently she's very busy. Okay, fair enough. I'll shell out. I'll shell out. I said, okay, I'll even give her a nice tip. Comes to the house. Comes to the house. Got a bucket with her. Whole setup. Yeah. Does my thing. I'm like happy camper, right? Calls up my wife the next day. Um, I have to change the price. She looked over my house and saw it was me. Oh, no. And she she goes, I have to change the price because uh, I didn't realize how far I have to drive. And we're like, far you have to drive. We know you go over to everyone's house. We know what you charge them. No, no, no. It's a lot. It's a lot of gas for me to come to you. I said to my wife, I don't want her in the house anymore. That's it. Howard Not Stern th- tax was in yeah. effect. Yeah, yeah. I said, my I can't deal with her. My father yeah, used I- to he used to take his car and put it around the block. When we had stuff to get done in the house, he right. take the car smart. around the block and then come back to the house. <laughs> like, they probably like, look at this nigga with this Mercedes. <laughs> so, <laughs> you know they said that. You know they said that. Because back yeah. then there was... Robin, didn't you have someone who used to come to your house and rub your feet and, and, and then they... I had I don't a know, reflexologist but, who would come to uh, my house right, yeah. my feet. Yeah. Oh, that friend of yours. Why don't that do it? Why don't that do your feet? No, dude, that's no way to keep your marriage yeah, going. I get, your yeah, I get you. I get you. Yeah, out of your mind. She don't want the to next day, she'll be on the Today Show with Hoda saying, yeah, I, yeah. just the, the romanticism <laughs> went away. Hoda, Hoda, I removed all romanticism when I started doing Howard's feet. Oh, come on. That wouldn't remove your romanticism. Y'all, y'all love it so strong. Uh, I got to feet. King, you're missing the joke. Okay, I gotta go, pal. Thank you. And to Billy out there, there's your you you dreamt of a of a of a King of All Black exclusive, and you just got it here. It's serious, XM. Thank I love you, you, man. Love you too. It's King of All Blacks. Anyway, uh, yeah, Alan, what do you want? 
Alan in uh, Virginia. How are you, pal? Yeah, hey, Howard. <clears throat> Love you a long time. I want to ask you, you a question about uh, just how far your conviction goes about this cheating thing with Ozempic. What, right. what if there was a pill? What if Go there ahead. was a pill that uh, made your dick big? Ozempic. Oh. I you would take that? it in a minute. <laughs> of course I would. I, if I was fat, I would take Ozempic. <laughs> my point so is my, not real <laughs> really my point is working through this no i mean I it's am, just I like am. i had the ability to be thin whatever that ability i have the self-control to keep myself thin and it was kind of nice to see people who couldn't that right. you know now everybody's thin Chris, again i don't know if christina aguilera took ozempic but holy shit she's skinny <laughs> She slimmed down before, before there was Ozempic, so maybe she did. And you could so tell in your Jimmy's... world, everyone would have a big dick, I guess. Oh, I would love a big dick. Because, you know, I just had surgery down there. They had a, they have to go in through your dick when you get in. And I was like, oh, they must have uh, They were like, what the fuck with this guy's dick? I mean, I don't have nothing. The guy's like, well, I had, working on a vagina. I that's, you, that's the urologist are probably like, I don't know if you qualify to have a urologist. You got to have more dick. <laughs> <laughs> you got like nothing. But he, that's my point. So thank you, Alan. I was going to tell you a story, Robin. I, I was telling you I was uh, checking my erection today. I, yeah, um, you tested it, you said. Yeah, I put my penis to the test. I'm so neurotic. That's how I discovered I had a kidney stone. I was in no pain, but I was so upset that I pee all the time and I, you know, and I couldn't drink water because, you know, I have to pee every minute. So that's why I went to the doctor and got a test. They wanted to see when I pee. Do I void all my urine? Does all my urine come out of me? Well, I went for the test. And it turns out, Robin, in fact, all of my urine comes out of me when I pee. The good news. <laughs> the bad news was they discovered I had a two centimeter, two centimeter large bladder stone. Could uh, they see that on the ultrasound? Is that how that got yes, discovered? Yes, that's how they found it. Even one of the doctors, why did you get an ultrasound? You're not pregnant. What, what, what's going on? I go, <laughs> yeah. was I want, there a baby? <laughs> I go, no, I wanted to see if I peed. He goes, well, all right. Well, you lucked out. I go, lucked out. He goes, yeah, because we discovered this uh, bladder stone and it's probably irritating your bladder. Um, so I said, well, what do we got to do? Because you got to get someone to go up there and blast this thing with um, like a vibrator. They go a in there laser? with a laser. Yeah, or... laser. Yeah, that vibrates and it blows. Up. I, I got a film of it. It's fucking crazy. It's, it, yeah, it, they're it, not it, necessarily putting yeah. a vibrator up there. So, you know, the, the doctor was brilliant. He was great with me. And the whole medical staff, don't ask. I got very good care. But I'm one of those people. I feel so unloved in life. I, I don't believe that I could get good care. I have a tremendous paranoia. I'm tremendously neurotic. It's a miserable life to be me. Don't ever be jealous of me. <laughs> I know. So, every time I call you and I say to you, I imagine you walking on the beach, having a good time, holding that <laughs> hand. You go, that, none of that happened. <laughs> none of it. I, I don't even go on the beach. I don't leave my house. Anyway, uh, I so, you know, I had got wonderful care. They blasted this thing out. 
But then I started having obsessive thoughts. They went into my dick. I bet you I can't get an erection anymore. Because ah. I've never had a problem that way. Swear to God. You know, I, I really. Nope. I can perform. I get a nice fucking erection. I ain't nothing stops big, it. But, nothing but stops Nothing stops Nothing stops <laughs> I mean, nothing stops it. Unless, That's I mean, amazing. unless you're. If you're a bigger mess than me, then that might stop it. <laughs> anybody who's anybody over a two, I will get hard. I'm not kidding. And you know how I do that? Uh, Even if I'm not uh. attracted to you, I could just find something on your body to stare at and get hard. You know, that's what I do <laughs> when I'm with somebody that I'm not exactly excited about. So I'm, you know. Anyway, I'm I'm a neurotic. It's called neuroses. And it's a you know, you can make jokes about it. But it's an awful way to be because I start to get obsessive thoughts. Now I was convinced my penis could no longer get hard. So this morning I said, hmm, I woke up. I had a pee, but I didn't have morning wood. This is okay, a bad sign. That's what I was going to ask. Did your morning wood come back? The reason I was up at three in the morning, I was having obsessive thoughts that my penis no longer worked and I couldn't get the thoughts out of my head. I said, well, let me prove it to myself. So I went on my, my favorite, uh, website, you porn. <laughs> and, uh, I, I, um, I went straight for, uh, recommended porn. You porn has and a different they, category. What no, did no, they actually, recommend for you today? The recommendations weren't that good. I, I ended up going to, uh, teens. 18 plus. <laughs> that seemed like a good category. And it was. It was a good category because it was like tons of lesbianism. So I put on a porn and I said, let's see what happens with my dick. Testing, if I can get an testing. erection, I didn't want to beat two. off or anything. I just want to get a, a nice erection. So the first porn I'm looking at, this girl is hitchhiking. She gets in a car. It's foreign. There's subtitles. Now I'm working hard. There's <laughs> fucking subtitles. And I'm seeing more and more of that on you porn. I'm like, you know what? Okay, she's hitchhiking. And she says to the guy who picks her up, you know, I have no way to repay your kindness. And he goes, well, if you don't have any money, there is a way. And he puts his hand on her leg. And she's like, okay, I get what you want. I'll, I'll deliver. This is all subtitled, by the way. They're, they're, the whole time they're like, you're reading clean. the whole thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> they're like Russian or some, some kind of Slavic, like, you know, like, <laughs> like, I don't even know what the fuck they're saying. And it's not sexy. Anyway, the next thing you know, she's blowing this dude in a truck and whoa, uh, whoa, got a whoa. big cock. And I'm looking down at my noodle. Nothing's happening. Nothing. I mean, I'm not even getting the slightest bit of wood. Now I'm now I'm nervous. Now I'm hearing Lenny Dykstra, you know, in my head going, Robin, I got real wood. And I'm like, I don't have real wood. Where's my wood? I got real wood. Not Robin, you understand real wood? Real wood full right now. Yeah. I'm getting blood full right now. Meanwhile, this thing was shot like it was a documentary. I'm like Maybe this really happens in Ukraine. If girls get a ride, they got to sit there and blow dudes. I don't know. It was probably shot in the Ukraine. It was really depressing. Anyway, so then I said, you know what? Don't give up. Go find a porn that has English with really hot lesbians. That's my go-to. Well, I go to this lesbian video. 
So these two gals are working in a massage, you know, like a legitimate massage place. Mm -hmm. And the one girl says to the other girl, listen, my ex-girlfriend's coming in. She wants a massage. Would you massage her? I, you know, are you straight? And the girl goes, well, how, why are you asking me that? She goes, I just want to know, are you straight? She goes, yeah, I'm straight. She goes, okay, good. Cause I don't want my ex-girlfriend hooking up with a masseuse. You know, I, I'll get jealous or something. She goes, no problem. I'll massage your, uh, I'll massage your girlfriend, you know, your ex-girlfriend. She goes, thank you. She leaves. The girlfriend comes in and she says, why don't you get naked on the table? Totally nude. The girl strips out. She's super just, hot. Just drops all the clothes. Drops all her clothes. <laughs> She's naked on the table. Three seconds later, because now you porn edits the videos. Three seconds later, right. the two are making out. <laughs> so the, I have to now imagine there was some discussion about, gee, yeah, I'm straight. Maybe a little, little right. massage. <laughs> Next thing you know, the original girlfriend comes and she's looking and she's getting upset. She comes barging in. What is going on? What are, you, what are you doing, the two of you? I thought you were straight. Well, I wanted to try lesbianism, blah, blah, blah. Yeah, but you told me you were straight. This is wrong. And she goes, okay, go ahead, you two. Then go ahead. Let's see you have lesbianism. And, and, and they go, well, I feel funny doing it in front of you. Oh, you feel funny doing it in front of me? Well, let me take off all my clothes. And she takes off all her clothes. Now, she's naked. The old girlfriend's naked. But the masseuse still has her clothes on. She says, now go, go ahead, kiss. And she pushes their heads together. They start kissing. Next thing you know, the three of them are eating each other out, <laughs> fingering each other. It looks like a, it looks like a pool party by Ronnie's uh, house. And, uh, and I'm like, wait a second. I'm getting wood. My dick's going up. Now I'm getting, now I'm getting happy. I'm like, I think every, but it wasn't, you know, it wasn't. Real wood, wasn't Robin. Straight up, uh. straight up. It wasn't straight up. That's exactly right. It was hard, but it wasn't straight up. And uh, I said, I got to watch one more video. Uh, I put on <laughs> this another was a video. three video night. Yeah, yeah. Because I was not looking to beat off. You know. So but you weren't helping to... at all. You wanted to see. Yes. Just what would happen? Okay. I didn't even touch it. All Except right. to check to see if it was hard. Okay. You know, I, I was checking the hardness. <laughs> and uh, so then I put on another video was uh, hey, two Bunger. gals who were really good looking. And they, too, were like a little reluctant because they're good friends and they, they want to try. One of the girls goes, I want to try something new. My boyfriend's an asshole. I want to try something new. So the other girl goes, oh, she wants to try something new. I got an idea. Start sending her love letters as a lesbian, but she doesn't say it's her. Finally, she reveals that she is the lesbian who's been sending the letters. Well, next thing you know, they cut to naked, eating each other out, moaning, fingering each other, don't <laughs> licking each other's assholes. Don't ask. <laughs> Everything is with licking assholes now. Everyone is licking is everybody it? else. Yeah, it's going to be yeah. such a, a pandemic from everyone eating everyone's assholes. I've never seen anything like it. And you know, kids watch this stuff and they think, oh, I got to add that to my repertoire. I got to put my tongue that's, up somebody's that's ass. That's what you do. Yes, yeah. juice. No, yeah. Kids, that's not what you do. Yes, <laughs> <Ass, laughs> juice. You know, and, and the thing I resent, and, and this is where you come in, Robin. You're sitting there sleeping away, and I'm <laughs> testing my penis all morning, and you come in here all rosy fresh. I'm so sick of it. I really am. Now you're angry at me because I slept. <laughs> yeah. Everyone who sleeps, I'm mad at. So then, um, 
<laughs> so then I, I don't know. I went, uh, I was happy. I, I, I got, I was pretty hard, you know, yeah. watching these two licking each other's assholes. It was a respectable. Off. Yeah. Yeah. Well, good enough. Good enough okay. at this point in my life. Yeah. So the next move is I got to get Beth into bed and try it out. When are you going to resume? <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Soon. What has the doctor said? Yeah, I checked with the doctor. Yeah. Well, the doctor didn't call me. It was his his female, um, <laughs> his female. Uh, I guess she's a fellow, you know, worker, and uh, she works with the doctor. So I had a conference call with her, a uh, phone call with her. Yeah, a consultation. I was like, "Gee, can I resume sex?" And uh, she goes, "Oh, yes, of course." I said, um, "Well." Hmm. I was like, I want to ask her if I can get an erection. Like, is it possible that my surgery could have stopped me from getting an erection or anything? Why but would I, you ask that? She didn't uh, bring it up. No, I, I <laughs> no, I didn't bring it up. I, I was like, I, if it was a dude, I could say, hey, uh, you know, I'm a neurotic. Can you just give me an assurance that my dick isn't like affected from sticking a wire up there and a laser up there? Seems to me a laser can fuck with your dick. Um, I think the doctor was, I think this woman was more like, you have sex? <laughs> Somebody's willing? Uh, it, it, who, who's having <laughs> sex with you? <laughs> Honestly. What? But, uh, yeah, so I, I, I don't know, but I did learn that, um, I have high, my, my stone is caused by uric acid. Listen to this. Okay. So what does that mean? The, it means I got to drink more water. It got me. I was so dehydrated that. Uh, and uh, yeah, it's it's a whole thing. It's, don't I ask. worried about that because you were restricting your water intake. Yeah. So they tell you you got to drink two liters. I don't know how I'm going to do that because I'll be. I won't have a life. I'll have to walk around peeing every minute. <laughs> but, Why uh, don't you try it? Maybe if you stretch hmm. your bladder, right. you won't have to go as often. Your bladder well, shrinking from non-use. Yeah, I'm drinking water right now. Look at me. Watch okay. this. Watch me drink water, Robin. Okay. My dream come Let true. Somebody you. watching me all the time. <laughs> There All you right, happy I want Robin. You to finish that yeah. and then get another one. Yeah, no, no, I already had two bottles. <laughs> Fuck that. Oh, you did. In fact, okay. In fact, when Post Malone was here yesterday, I knew we'd be talking a while because I love that guy. I love talking to him. He's got such a different take on life that Post Malone. But I said, no, nah, I can't do my, I can't do my couple of liters because uh, <laughs> Post Malone's coming. I can't. Well, I can't you have to pee. Do- you shouldn't do your water all at once. Yeah, I know. I'm 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 sipping. I got it. I got it down. All right. Uh, but anyway, my doctor was great. He didn't fuck my dick up. He was a real nice guy. I again, I, I got to say, if doing that was going to screw up your dick, Baba yeah. Bowie would be flaccid. Because yeah, how many times has he had Kidney stones blasted and uh, still Baba go. Bowie. Baba Bowie had the the, the the thing up his dick? Yeah, every time. Where he do did? you think they blasted the kidney stones from? No, I didn't know he had that. You had oh, that, yeah. Gary? Well, they put me out. First, they tried to blast yeah, me it. me too. 
so, Baba so they put me out and um and they did blast it but then it didn't work so then they put me out a third time and i guess they went in through the pee hole and did whatever they had to do but i was out but then they put in a stent so i had this string mm. hanging out of my dick <laughs> get the fuck out of here and then when they had to pull it i, I don't know if you know i don't know if you remember when when they went to pull it out, Steve Langford came with me to the doctor's office. He's interviewing oh, me, oh, oh, oh. and everyone in the, in the doctor was looking at me like I'm nuts. And then I asked my doctor, "Could Langford come in and record it?" My doctor goes, "Absolutely fucking not." And so <laughs> then I'm there, so I'm on this chair. I got to pull my pants down in front of a nurse, right? Oh, and I wouldn't do that. He goes to he goes to pull the string, and my whole body tenses up, and I move. And my doctor, I'll never forget, he's a good guy. Yelled at me, and he goes. Fucking stay still or you're going to hurt yourself. And I'm like, what? He's like, boom, and he yanked it out. Whoa, wow. whoa. Yeah, it's pretty startling. Not fun. Not fun. Yeah. I won't tell you what was coming out of me. It's pretty gross. People are eating their breakfast, so I ain't going to do that. But uh, anyway, so long story short, I wasn't in any pain or, you know, in terms of, uh, anyway, the guy did a great job. And as I said the other day, thank God for doctors, guys who go to medical school, smart dudes. I really do thank God for this country and doctors, and I am not anti-science. I am all for science. But I don't even but, think Gary ever thought anything would be wrong. Yeah. <laughs> he just knew. I'm going back in. <laughs> hey, Eddie. Eddie's on in Texas. So anyway, I checked out my dick. It works. So I was pretty happy. Good for you. Good for you. Thanks, Robin. Happy for Thanks, you. Robin. Thank you, Robin. <laughs> <laughs> Congratulations. Uh. Hey now. Hey now. Hey what up, Howard, Eddie? Man, hey, great, great, great interview with Post Malone yesterday. I uh, live in Texas, actually, uh, right near the town that he grew up in. And I love Post Malone's dad because he taught him some manners. Uh, yeah. I'll tell you what, that was it, was, it was nice to hear him just say yes, sir. And he's a very polite person. And you know the fat, the face tattoos kind of throw you for a loop, but I I really enjoyed the interview, man. Home run yesterday again, awesome job. I thought he was great. I love the choir yeah, wanna, too, by the way. Yeah, I thought he sounded great. In fact, uh, hey guys, my um, all my computers just went dark. Uh, the two of them, my profit and uh, my two profit uh, computers. I was going to play you some stuff that I had. I might have to take a break and fix this fucker. Uh, thanks, Eddie. Uh, I'll talk about Post Malone. I, I just got to go. Uh, I got to get this fixed. All right. Baba Booey. Baba Booey. Yeah, Post Malone. I do want to talk about him because that dude is fascinating. And, he, you know, I love the reality he's creating. Like, like I just love, I love that story when he's talking about he decides to buy this uh, magic card or whatever it is. And it's some card that he bought for $2 million. He goes, yeah, I spent $2 million on a piece of cardboard. And I, I go, well, what's that like when you go to your financial people? And, you know, he says, yeah, it's a real hassle because, you know, they can't believe I'm spending $2 million on a card. Or when he gets like diamond teeth and shit like that. And he's spending a million something dollars on diamond teeth. And just hearing and this his whole plan about building an underground bowling alley and uh just like even his whole life like you know they don't even know what day of the week it is or what time it is or you know what i mean it's just it's great it's wild to get to see somebody live like that 
It's just the, well, it's, when you think about it, I think when we first start out, that's how we start out. You don't, as a baby, know about time. You don't know about responsibilities or the appropriate thing to do. Like your house should be above ground. <laughs> you you know might what, build an underground facility. You know what my number one th- takeaway was? At the end of the interview, he goes, I celebrate Easter six times a year. And I went, he just loves Easter. And I went, that's what it is to be a rock star, to be a wealthy young rock star. He likes Easter. Fuck it. He 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 celebrates Easter six times a year. But he never has to grow up. Is basically no. You know, there was a lot of that about Keith too. Like Keith, yeah. at whatever his age is now, he's still very young upstairs. Yeah, yeah. It's a childlike innocence in a way yeah. that you get to live if you can, you know, if you can write hit songs. That's the trick. If right, not if you're very many people to can do that. that you need to have diamond teeth and you have no money, <laughs> they lock anyway, you up. <laughs> a lot of people did write me about, uh, this ain't going to work, too bad. Oh, here we go. Uh, I got to work. Hey, we, we're having some computer problems this morning. Uh. But uh, Post Malone, a lot of people wrote me and said, hey, Post Malone keeps calling you sir, and I find that kind of charming. I, I do, too. I don't correct him anymore. The last time I told him, don't call me sir, just call me Howard. But he likes calling me sir. And I'm like, you know what? <laughs> it's kind of funny. Uh, it is funny, so- but doesn't it make you feel like if I was the young <laughs> Howard Stern, he wouldn't call me sir? <laughs> I don't know. Like, if it's an age thing, man, it's fucked up. But anyway, here's a, a montage of posts calling me sir. sir. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Thank you, sir. Thank you very much, sir. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Thank you, sir. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. <laughs> yeah, I can hear you. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Sir. <laughs> yes, sir. Sir. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Sir. Sir, thank you, sir. Thank you, sir. No, sir. Yes, sir. Sir. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. I've done rooster. Yes, sir. No, sir. No, sir. I did not. <laughs> thank you very much, sir. Yes, sir. Have a great night, sir. Thank you. Well, anyway, well, I just uh, say that I remember when I became ma'am. People say ma'am to me now, yeah. but they didn't many years ago. I was never a ma'am until I reached a certain age. Yeah, when a, a young dude starts calling me sir, I start to feel all like a. I thought I looked pretty cool to him, you know, like uh, like yeah, like okay, I don't you're have in a contemporary. I don't have face tattoos, but I have rock star hair. I thought maybe that would, <laughs> you know, yeah. In my mind, we're contemporaries. I'm 28, uh, but anyway, I really like Post's new song. Uh, I thought it was great. He had a choir with him, and I, it's called Them Bones, but not Them Bones, a landmine. Them Bones is a cover. And- and- Somebody wrote, 
about this song. I loved every minute of Post, especially that new track, Landmine. Posty is a special one. And he is. He's a special guy. I really like him. And what a song. He's singing about smoking cigarettes while his friends take vitamins. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, that's a good thought. I was obsessed with that choir. They were great. They made and such beautiful music together. That was the other thing about the interview that drove me nuts. Like, I go, Post, this choir you're working with, how'd you hire them? He goes, oh, I've never really met them until yesterday. And I go, what? Like, you're going to bring them on <laughs> to do a, pro like, how does that work? He goes, ah, they, you know, they seem cool and... We had an next... Easter a party. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I mean, that's why I love this guy. I mean, like, look, like, I don't understand how, like, like if we hire someone, they got to go through like six months of interviews <laughs> for our dopey show. And he's going out on tour. I go, well, honey, like, no one's clear on how anyone met. Nobody auditions. It's like, but the everybody's life of okay with it, too. Yeah, yeah. Like everyone. Knows, like I go, that's the life of musicians. It's a it's a language, a world we don't understand. And that's yeah. why I'm so glad he came on. I love learning about this. And um, even when Post said to me, like, hey, Howard, do you love my dad? And I go, I said, Post. Do I know your dad? I, I wasn't sure how to respond to that. He goes, no, you don't know my father. I go, well, how, how what do you mean? How do, do I love your dad? <laughs> uh, he goes, I just want to know. Do you love my dad? I say, yeah, I have sex with your dad. And then he goes, what? <laughs> <laughs> that's too much. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's too much love. Anyway, someone wrote me, um, Howard, quote, do you love my dad was the oddest and greatest thing I've ever heard. I love you both and your dad's radio gold. And I, I agree. I felt um, that was a lot of fun talking. To you him know what it reminded me of that, you know, like um, Barbara Walters came up with that. If you were a twee, what kind of twee would you be? <laughs> <laughs> Do you love my dad? I was like, yeah, I guess. Uh, Howard, talk about an interview that runs the gamut. It was funny, insightful, intriguing, a little bizarre and 100 percent soulful. Yeah. And I loved I didn't know what that cover of them bones was going to sound like. But uh, I even loved the way they started it out with the choir. That whole sound. This choir that was just acquired yesterday. And even they didn't know much about each other. No, none of them knew each other. You got to watch the video, too. Post really knows how to play guitar, too. He puts himself down, which I, I don't know what that's about, but here they go. Watch. Beautiful, beautiful. Uh, someone wrote an Alice in Chains song. What a nice surprise that was. Yeah. Poe po should do a whole album of 90s covers. I told you, you could look it up on the internet. I watched it. it uh, he did like a whole thing of Nirvana. Covered a whole album. It was so good. He was sitting at his house during the COVID thing uh, with nothing better to do. And it was really good. Guy's a real talent. 
beautiful. Fucking great. What can I say? Love musicians. Gotta love them. Uh, Tony, you're on the air. What up? California. Hey, how's it going, Howard? Long-time listener. Big-time fan. Uh, you know what? Uh, I was just going to touch on that. Do you love my dad thing? And you just answered it, man. Keep up the good work. Love you, Robin. Love you all. Much love. Peace and love. Much love. Peace and love. Peace and love. Peace and love. James, go ahead. You're on the air in Pennsylvania. Hey, how you doing, Howard? Good morning. Hey, now. Uh, I'm running I'm running a little bit behind on the show. I'm sorry. But I, all the time I hear you talking about people on Ozempic losing all this weight. Um, I've been driving truck for about 27 years. I'm 6'2", 400 pounds, and I can't lose a pound. I've been on it for four months now, and it does nothing for me. It helps. Thank God. Blood sugar. Oh, Thank God. That's this is good sugar. news. <laughs> it's, I'm on it because I'm diabetic. But right. it's helping me that way, but nothing else. That's it. Well, that's fine. I don't have a problem with. <laughs> it's, it's all these skinny people running around. I have a problem with. Thank you, James. You, 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 yeah, you've just given me hope. Thank you. <laughs> yeah, I like hearing people go. So there won't be uh, a world of thin people. Every once in a while, right. it doesn't work. Apparently. Thank goodness we're hearing there still might be fat people. <laughs> Now, I don't know what Kelly Clarkson's doing either. She's been on the show many times, but I just saw her somewhere, and she recently lost, I mean, a lot of weight. She looks fantastic. Like, she looks like back on the American Idol days. Uh, fans are speculating that she's using Ozempic. She hasn't made a statement about it, but, man, I'm telling you. Well, you were wondering <clears throat> about Oprah. Oprah has said she didn't <clears throat> use Ozempic. All right. I'll take her at a word. <laughs> but uh yeah i mean now uh christina aguilera and kelly clarkson look like kelly ripa i mean everyone's thin but kelly ripa was always thin she works hard at it but uh, anyway i wonder if she's well, upset <laughs> she has to be <laughs> <laughs> yeah, i give up This is a beautiful song. I'm going to let it play a little bit. This is Joe Wall, Meadows, at WCCC AM and FM, Hartford, uh, oh, New England's best rock. No, Southern New England's best rock. <laughs> yeah, that's what it is. Even though there's another rock station there, we're the best rock. I love Joe Walsh for a lot of reasons. First of all, he kicks ass. Secondly, he's done our show a bunch of times. But Stevie Nicks has referred to Joe as the greatest love of her life, which I'm super impressed by that. You know. And then just all of the great Joe Walsh live performances you can find on the internet are unbelievable. When he plays guitar, he's so entertaining to watch. He makes this weird face when he plays guitar. And I can't tell, is that just Joe's face? Or is he doing that on purpose? But he like scrunches up his face and like, it's endlessly entertaining. And, and then when he sings, you don't think he's going to be able to sing. He looks like he's... Like he's not going to be able to hit the note. And then he just does effortlessly. 
There's a very cool uh, video of Joe Walsh with Cheryl Crow. And they're, I don't know, they're in some barn or something. There's a bunch of dudes standing around watching them. And they're playing, they're playing one Joe Walsh song and one Cheryl Crow song. And it's really good. But the guy could play his ass off. I wonder if he's considered like one of the greatest guitar players. I can't tell who's great anymore. But he seems like he's one of the greatest guitar players that ever lived. Anyway, Joe Walsh for your listening entertainment. By the way, I'll give you another crazy thing. The Eagles are in the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame, but Joe isn't as a solo artist, which is nuts. And the other guy I was thinking about is the guy who did the special, um, Paul Rogers' Bad Company. Bad Company's not in the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. It's insane to me. That is a great band. And Paul Rogers is a great singer. And if you want, this Friday on Howard 101, legendary rock and roll singer Paul Rogers of Bad Company and Free and The Firm is hosting a brand new episode of Songs I Want to Hear. And what Paul does is he picks some of his favorite songs. He even sang a little, too, on it. It's a really good special Friday night on Howard 101 and the Sirius XM app. If you're, It's just nice to hear a, a, an accomplished musician pick out the songs that he loves. And he, you know, turns out he loves a lot of his own songs, too. So it's interesting to see which ones he chooses and why. Very impressive. Hey, Steve. Is Joe Walsh considered one of the greatest? I mean, the riffs are unbelievable. Funk 49. But, oh, I never gave you my phone? (laughs) Honey, what? Oh, that is crazy. I wrote a note to myself this morning. And I even, I even gave Beth my picture. I showed her the picture of Christina Aguilera. How did you take the phone back? I'm so out of it these days. I'm telling you, I'm so worried about my erection. <laughs> I'm not kidding. I'm always preoccupied with my neuroses. I can't keep my mind straight. I'm blowing my mind up. <laughs> you should blow that mind up. <laughs> oh, my God. What a mind. <sighs> Steve, my question to you since you're a, a guitar player. Do you feel, and I want you to answer in a serious manner, do you feel Joe Walsh is one of the great guitar players? I'm not asking if he makes great riffs. Is he a great guitar player? Thank you. I believe Joe Walsh is one of the best. I mean, one of the this one riff explains it all. Just this. If I can get it, we on. can't hear it. Put your you amp can. on. Can we get my amp on? I'm plugged in. Mm-hmm. Oh, that one. Uh oh. <laughs> the one that you're the one that we can't hear? The one that we can't hear. Uh too bad. Now uh, your guitar's not working, dude. Funk forty nine is one of the coolest, uh coolest riffs by Joe Walsh, and it's just like so super cool. And yeah, one of the greatest guitarists of all time. Yeah. I think that song Where explains does, it all. Rolling Stone recently put out I know those lists are bullshit. Oh, there you go. Now you're working. This little And then it goes up. 
like that little fucking. It's it's tasty. It's nice. I don't know where I, I know what you're saying. Maybe I could sing that song. I can cover it with my band Tuchus. Oh, Steve, tell everyone what we're doing. Uh, the band has kind of uh, augmented our logo. If for those of you who are fans of my band Tuchus, augmented Tuchus, a logo. What is what yeah? Logo? Uh, over the two U's in Tuchus. Uh huh. Tell it. Tell her, Steve. Two umlauts. Each yeah. U has an umlaut. It's still pronounced the same, but two little dots over each U. I think that's really going to separate yeah. us and. Bring us, uh, launch us uh, into from the real other success. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, we think, well, no, we think we're going to get a record deal because now Tuchus, when you spell it, there's two umlauts over the U's. Those are those two little dots like Motley Crue has. I think it's a good move for the band. Yeah. Yeah, we had a meeting, a band meeting the other day, and we went, we couldn't come up with any new songs, but no we did songs, come up with these. But you got no. with, up with umlauts. Umlauts, yeah. And you got to admit, it's pretty cool. <laughs> I you got one new, keep, well, one new riff You can't even words. keep those, you can't even keep those, uh, Tuchus t-shirts now in, in stock once they, we added the umlauts. <laughs> uh, what, what, you come up with a new riff? Let me hear it. There's Maybe a, I could jam. There's a new riff. I, I call it hit song because you always say, Hey, I can't write a hit song. I think if you call your song hit song, then on a technicality, you can never say you didn't write a hit song. Let me hear the riff. Maybe something will come to me. I could jam to this. Yeah, I could come up with something. It's on in Yeah, now it's done. <laughs> All right, release that. <laughs> I'll be chopping it up today. Well, we should just make something like Funk 49. That again. I can sing that. Sleep all day, out at night. I know where you're going. Get out of here. You can't play. <laughs> Who can sing to that noise? Right, thank you. He's good. That's uh, Steve Nowicki, the lead guitar player for Tuchus with two umlauts. Dig it. And I was going to say, what does the font look like? It's awesome. All I can tell you. Um, yeah. Got to go see my mother this week. Oh, uh. man. It's always a trip. Well, <laughs> she's, uh, her birthday's coming up, October 22. Oh. Yeah. My daughter went to visit her and, and, uh, my daughter Ashley went with her husband, Adam, and they went over to see my mom. She goes, listen, I don't want a birthday party. 
<laughs> and like Ashley said to me, I, I, when I was talking to grandma, she wanted uh, a birthday party. She doesn't want a birthday party, but I didn't tell her we were making one. <laughs> <laughs> she starts complaining before there's any plan. Yeah. I went to see my mother before I had my, my little surgical procedure. And, uh, but you can't tell my mother anything. Like I couldn't say to her, mom, I'm going for some surgery. It would have been, in, I mean, I told you, we told my mother that Beth got stung by a bee. And the only reason we told her is because it was all done with. It was, it was fine. I, you know, I gave her the EpiPen. She had, she, she went to the hospital and everything was fine. We, we told it as, cause when you visit my mother, you gotta find shit to talk about. There's, like, right. there's, it's a quick visit. She only lasts for like 20 minutes. In fact, like Beth, I left Beth alone with my mother for like five minutes. I had to go take care of some business for my mother. And my, and Beth was like, Oh, I'm sitting there with your mother. And she just goes, okay. Uh, she goes, <laughs> why don't you go check Beth to go? <laughs> yeah. She goes like, like literally five minutes in, she said to Beth, okay. Uh, why don't you go check on Howard? See what he's doing. <laughs> I mean, it's crazy. Oh my. Cause it's like a big fucking schlep to get to my mother. It's not, yeah. she doesn't live close by and uh, you know, so we go and in 20 minutes she's done, which is fine. But I mean, it's, it's crazy. I mean, you Did know, you I ever think dream that, yeah, 20 minutes would be enough. <laughs> it's kind of weird. It's like, well, you know, I have this image. My mother lays in bed all day. She can, she can walk, she can move around, but she just wants to lay in bed all day. Whatever the fuck's going on. That's what she wants to do. She doesn't want to go outside. She doesn't open any windows. It's like uh. she's in a, it's like she's in a prison cell, but she loves it. And, um, so I'm always, my, my, I'm always feeling guilty because I'm like, oh, my mother's just laying there all day. But then I go and she's like, okay, I don't want a birthday party. <laughs> Last year for her birthday, my cousin Richie, my cousin Julie, they came and we had some, you know, we, my sister was there and like a bunch of us got together. We brought in like a bagels and locks and different fun foods. She claims she was miserable. She doesn't like wow. it. I mean, maybe that's, that's overwhelming I, when you've been alone most of the time to too many people at once. I don't want. So I go, uh, I walk in and I go, Hey, mom, I hear you want a birthday party. <laughs> I don't want a birthday party. No parties. I'm not looking for that. Meanwhile, nobody was making a party for her. No one. So what do you think? She made the announcement she doesn't want a birthday party. Yeah, well, I'm going to go over this week. Beth got, um, she bought my, my mom likes when Beth buys her pajamas. So we got some, mm -hmm. you know, we got a couple of items for her and I framed a few of my paintings. She enjoys that. That she likes. Oh, she wonderful. Okay. Yeah, she likes it. I look at your paintings, my talented son. You know, she gets excited about that. So, okay, I'll load up her apartment with paintings to look at. <laughs> I got an audience. So, um, I'll go over, I'll drop off a few things, but I got to be careful what I bring up because what a fucking nightmare I was in with this. You're not, story. You didn't tell her about your surgery. No, I'm never going to tell her. Are you crazy? Okay. I learned my lesson. Oh, if I, because here's what, uh, let me explain to you what happens with my mother. And this is why you got to watch what you say. I go over there. It's 20 minutes, but like within three minutes, 
there's nothing left to talk about. The, I sit in my house all day. She sits in her house all day. Nobody's experiencing anything. <laughs> nothing new happened. Yeah, the only new things that happen is something goes wrong medically, but I can't bring that up. I don't get any comfort. Like, even as a kid growing up, if I got a sore throat even, I didn't get comfort from my mother. My mother would go, you did something to yourself. What did you do? What did you do to yourself? Like, I committed a crime. My mother, listen, my mother... Has issues. She lost her mother when she was nine. She's deathly afraid of people leaving her and dying. So you can't tell her anything. Mm. She gets upset. So, I, you know, the B story was so stupid because Beth is sitting there with me. Yeah, perfectly so, fine. Yeah, it, it, like, like perfectly fine. She, you know, Beth goes, oh, you're not going to believe this. I got stung by a bee, and your son is a hero. She likes to build me up here. Your son is a hero. He's, he put the EpiPen in me, and we went right to the emergency room. And as you can see, um, she showed my mother the bee sting. It's all gone. You know, it itches a little. <laughs> my mother looks at Beth, starts to cry. What? What happened? Oh, dear. What? The- <laughs> What should I be worried? I go, Mom, we're telling you this because we, if there was something to worry about, we wouldn't tell you because you get nuts. <laughs> I don't like what happened. What happened to Beth? I'm so upset with the bees and the allergic reaction. And I go, Mom. Don't you understand what I'm fucking saying? <laughs> I'm saying that the EpiPen, I did have all the right things. Well, it got worse. I leave my mother's place. I go home. I'm sitting there with Beth after dinner. The phone rings. It's my mother. My mother doesn't call me anymore. You know, I have to call her. I have to do everything right. for her. But she's calling me. I go, uh-oh, this is it. She's saying her goodbyes. You know. I pick up mom. What's wrong? That's how we. That's how we greet each other. <laughs> what's wrong? <laughs> it's never like hello. No, it's hello. like mom. What's wrong? Yeah, right. Because I know something's wrong. She's in tears. Howard, I need you to do something for me. I'm. I'm thinking to myself, Lum. What else is new? I don't do enough. I'm on the <laughs> phone all day with everyone: doctors, nurses. I arrange for her. COVID shots, her flu shots. Her, I, I, I think of everything. What could this be? I'm thinking about Beth. Yeah? What's going on, Mom? I want you to listen. I want you to call Dr. Schlafmitz. I go, what? I want you to call Dr. Schlafmitz for me. Have you told him about what happened to Beth? I go, no, I haven't told Dr. Schlafmitz. He's a heart surgeon. He's a heart <laughs> surgeon. I haven't told Dr. Schlafmitz. Listen to me, and I'm asking you to do this for me. I'm so worried about Beth. I want you to call Dr. Schlafmitz. And I want you to go over with him what you did, what you did with that pen and what they did at the hospital for her. I'm worried something wasn't done right. You must call Dr. Schlafman. I go, Mom, 
I told you the story because nothing is wrong with Beth. She, I'm not calling Dr. Schlafmitz. He'll think I'm nuts. You won't do it for me. Oh, Mom, dear. you got to hear what I'm saying to you. You got to hear what I'm saying to you. What I'm saying to you is this. Beth was stung by a bee. I only told you about it because Beth is fine. She's okay. I feel as if you did something wrong. If you want Dr. Schlafmitz to know what happened to Beth, why don't you, you got his phone number. You can pick up the phone and say to Dr. Schlafmitz, Beth got stung by a bee and she's fine. You want to tell him that? <laughs> That's not what I'm talking about. I don't have, I can't call Dr. Schlafmitz. I don't know the whole story of what you did with Beth. You know this story, and I'm asking you, please, to call Dr. Schlafmitz for me. Won't you do it for me? Won't you do it for me? Oh, jeez. I go, she listen, Mom. Rest. She's been thinking about that the whole day. I go, Mom, I would do anything for you, but you're upsetting me now. Can you imagine what? I said you're upsetting me now. <laughs> I'm not hearing you. Hold on. <laughs> What, what the fuck? <laughs> I go, Mom, listen to me. Can you imagine I'm going to call a heart surgeon and say, oh, hey, Dr. Schlafmitz, my wife just got stung by a bee. We took her to the emergency room. She's fine. Everything is fine. She's fine. I want you to know that. <laughs> That's not what I'm asking you to do. So you're telling me you won't, you won't do this for me? I'm not going to do it, Mom. I'm not calling Dr. Schlafmitz. <laughs> <laughs> oh dear <laughs> you won't do it for me you won't do it for me you won't do it for me you're saying you won't call Dr. Schlafmitz I'm so oh worried. my goodness what do I you go, do Mom, now I'll tell you what I did I do what I always do mom I'll call Dr. Schlafmitz <laughs> Beth's sitting there listening to this with her mouth open. She's seeing the whole thing that goes on with me and my mother. I try to stand up for myself. I can't do it. My shrink said, you're supposed to hang up when somebody does something like that. I, I, I can't. I said, when I hear a woman suffering, I go, Mom, I lied to her. I go, Mom, I'm calling Dr. Schlafmitz. You will? You'll do it for me? That's right. I'm going to do it for you. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. I'm going to call Dr. Schlafitz and tell him Beth got stung by a bee and she's fine. I'm going to go do that. Because, you know, Mom, I got to be honest with you. You lay in bed all day coming up with assignments for me to do. I do plenty. <laughs> and now the assignment is to call a heart surgeon and tell him that Beth got stung by a bee. And that she's fine. So you won't do it? No, I'll do it. I'm going to go call Dr. Schlafmitz and tell him Beth is fine. I'm going to pick up the phone and call a doctor and tell him that Beth is okay. Doesn't make sense, but I'm going to do it because you're crying and you're carrying on. Thank you. Thank you for doing it. So I hang up the phone now and I turn and Beth goes, what are you? Got? First, she goes, what the fuck? 
<laughs> what? I go, this is my life. This is my whole life. I have to prop my mother up. She gets upset about everything. She goes, well, what are you going to do? I, th- I said, I'm not calling Dr. Schlafmitz. But I don't want to lie to my mother. I'm not a liar. One thing about me, I don't Does lie she to ever people. talk to him? No. I call him. <laughs> Matt, oh. this guy is one of the top heart surgeons in the country. He runs an entire hospital. Imagine he's in the middle of heart surgery. And Howard Stern's on the phone. Hello, uh, Dr. Schlafmitz. Uh, hi, Howard. What can I do? <laughs> I, are you in the middle of something? I, I have someone's heart in my hand, actually. I'm, I'm about to put it back in. Uh, uh, my, mo- uh, my mother, uh, uh, I mean, uh, my wife um, got stung by a bee, but, but she's fine. Yes. <laughs> but my wife got stung by a bee, but she's fine. My mother wanted you to know. Howard? Yes. Never call me again. Okay. <laughs> Understood. Thank you. So I say to my wife, <laughs> Howard, Howard, I'm operating on the president. Like this guy's a heavy hitter. He's not. He's not looking for calls. You know. So I. I uh, <laughs> so I said to my wife, "What the fuck do I do? I don't want to lie to my mother." So Beth came up with it. She said, "Look, I because mean, I'm angry at this point. I mean, I'm t- yeah. like, like this. You know, this is a terrible thing. It made me feel. It makes me also feel like, of course, I'm worried. I, if my wife had anything wrong, I would be there for. It. I mean, of course, I'm handling. I handle everybody's problems." You know what I mean? So so anyway, my wife said, tell your mother, I refuse to let you call Dr. Schlafmitz because I'm fine. I said, I'm not telling my mother anything. That's it. You're going to call calling. her back and say that? I'm not, no, I said, I'm not calling. So I didn't call for a few days. Yeah. And my mother called me finally and said, Howard, I did the wrong thing. I apologize. Oh. Yeah, I was shocked. Yeah. Wow! I have said that. Yeah, yeah. So she just said That's she was a really. Breakthrough. I was worried about Beth, and I got nervous. So I said, "Yeah, okay." But that was a big breakthrough. I was really proud of yeah. her. I, I was happy. Yeah, it made me happy because she came yeah, anyway. to her senses. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, and I love my mom. I'll do anything for her. I really will. She knows it. I go to the mat for her every day. I mean. uh you know, I, they're in anything. I'm calling Doctor Schlafmitz. <laughs> What's his name? <laughs> That's it. You got it right. Good for you. <laughs> You're cracking yourself up. Uh, yeah, Robin, why don't you call Doctor Schlafmitz? <laughs> <laughs> Did you imagine if I made that call? Oh, it would have been crazy. He's got. Yeah. He's, he's probably like you know. I thought he was a reasonable guy. He just called me with the most ridiculous phone call. Yeah, like, you know, Howard Stern seems like a very rational guy. And, but he's total. He's a total asshole. <laughs> he just called me and said that uh, his wife is fine and she was stung by a bee. I mean, uh, it, it's crazy. It's crazy yeah. stuff. You know, what am I going to do? So, but anything, every, everything's cool now. My mom's birthday's coming. We got her a bunch of stuff, but there's not going to be any party. And, uh, Are you just gonna go, or no, I'll is go, you gonna yeah. get a lot of visits? Yeah, I think my cousins are gonna go. My daughters, you know, if they're able to, they go over. You know, it'll be fine. I don't know. My mom, you know, she's like me. She just wants to be left alone. 
the Stearns like to, the Stearns believe in having a family and then not bothering with anybody. <laughs> <laughs> it's the, it's the well, Stern when, way. When Post Malone yeah. was describing himself, I was like, oh, oh my God. <laughs> well, when Post Malone was describing himself, I went, oh, so there's another guy who feels like I do. <laughs> I really, uh, you know what I was going to do for my mom's birthday, but now I'm not. What? I had this whole thing planned. Dr. Schlafmitz was going to pop out of a cake. Uh, <laughs> uh. <laughs> she would have loved it. Well, she's in love with him. You know, he basically kept her alive. He takes care of her. Yeah, he, you know, yeah. he's, 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 but you know, I said, mom, now that, now that we were doing the postmortem on me calling him, I said, mom, I reserve a call for the doctor when there's an emergency. If something's really wrong, then I call. But I, I can't call somebody just to tell them some, everything's fine. You know. Hey, what can I tell you? Well, she loves Beth. She loves Beth. My mother already said, don't get me any flowers or candies. I can't eat that. <laughs> the flowers cause bugs and so do the candies. Yeah. <laughs> oh, God. I used to get my mom flowers and listen, Howard. I feel funny saying this. Don't get me flowers. Our house is infested now with bugs. <laughs> Wherever you got those flowers from, it's, it's full of bugs in my house. I had to throw them right out. <laughs> and, you know, I'm thinking to myself, all right, maybe there was a couple of bugs on the flower. Who knows? It, it, just throw them out. Don't call me and tell me not to send you flowers. It's a waste of money. Anyway, it's, uh, well, now you know I am nuts. <laughs> <laughs> if you were looking for a clue, you know, I'd like to, like to just say I'm, I'm functioning. Someone with my background normally doesn't. <laughs> Usually we're completely dysfunctional. I was able to have children. I was able to, you know, you in other words, the family, you right. had relationships, successful relationships. That's right. That's right, yes. Robin. You have yeah. a you career. And I, yeah, career. You and I have been together. How many years? I mean, come on. Most, most, uh, 40 most million. Right. 40 million years. You know, I've, I've done okay for a guy who's so fucked up. Uh, I should probably take a break. I need to recover. When we come back, I'm going to play you something that I think you're going to be interested in. Uh, I want to tell you about a couple of Cocktober ideas. I want to talk about Britney Spears' new book, but I, I and I also want to talk about. Um, Did she fabulous... write the book? Is that that's uh, what they're well, saying? Yeah, 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 yeah. But don't don't jump the gun. Wait, wait till we get back. Okay. Uh, with my, on my new drinking of water regimen, there'll be many more breaks on the show. Uh, I do want to play you Big Fort, Bigfoot rather, not Big Fort, Bigfoot ordering Jimmy Carter a pizza uh, at his grave. Uh, but that all wow. that. After I say this, Robbins. Monoskin featuring Tom Morello. Yeah. I cut a. Uh, remember, I cut that uh, birthday message for Tom Morello's mom? Yes. Yeah, I never heard from him, though. I wonder if I offended her because it was kind of dirty about how great. Yeah, but I mean, I thought. 
That'd be cool, but but he could have not played it for her. He didn't have to play it for her. Well, maybe he didn't. Maybe, maybe he, didn't. he got offended. Maybe he did. I don't know. I mean, I don't know Tom all that. I mean, I'm a big fan of Tom Morello, but I don't know uh, how his mom might react to me complimenting her vagina for giving birth to Tom. It's a personal issue. This dude in Monoskin, he's uh, he wears a lot of dresses and stuff. That's his thing. He wears like a dress on stage sometimes, but he always has his shirt off. He's a good-looking dude. He's an Italian dude. He's good-looking. Um, I first learned of Monoskin when they won Italy's version of the X Factor, and they did that cool... What was it? A Frankie Valli song or something they did? It was really good. Four Seasons. Mon- Four Seasons, yeah. Begging. Begging, begging you. But they did a... Ri- did you ever hear it? Begging, begging you. I think you played it for us. Yeah, it's really good. Play that uh, track. They did it on uh, TV on the X Factor in Italy. If uh, anybody has it. Come on out, you... It was really good. They they won the whole thing. Uh, like, I wouldn't think to remake that song, you know. I remember the original. Coming at you. It's Frankie Valley, right? Yeah, Before Frankie season, Valley in the yeah. Come over here and cha-cha with me, Robin. Begging, begging you. Great song. But, uh, yeah, Monoskin. And then I saw the band, and what the bass player is a girl who, I think she shows her titties. Like, I, I think she'll <laughs> even, like, take her shirt off and play topless. I dig that. And he's a real good-looking dude, the lead singer. He's um, he's super handsome, and he's chiseled, you know? Uh-huh. Like, you would definitely think he was cute. And then, like, he'll wear, like, um, like a mini skirt or something with his uh, <laughs> shirt off. <laughs> That's funny. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And uh, I was like, yeah, I guess if I was that good-looking, I had a nice physique, I... I'd probably wear a little mini skirt and parade around so with my I shirt wonder, off. So I wonder, you know, on X Factor, sometimes they put those groups together, right? Yeah. Were no, these they guys a were group or the okay? Yeah, they were a band. Like they entered as a band, okay. and it's kind of cool. And I and I've spoken to Tom Morello about them because he worked with them uh, recently, and he was kind of like, "Hey, it's really cool to see some young kids rocking these days, as opposed to doing pop music." And they they do yeah. a lot of rock. 
So he worked with them on uh, Gossip, the song I was just playing. Here's our resident rocker who often wears <laughs> mini skirts with no top, uh, JD. Hey, JD, what up? I was going to say the bassist, yeah, she always has, she seems to always have her boobs out. She always has like yeah. a star on her boobs yeah. sometimes. Yeah. Jitties. Yeah. But she's toppled so much that the MTV VMAs last year, they had to censor their performance. They had to keep cutting uh, away from them because she kept showing her boobs. <laughs> when is, when is someone going to tell the people in charge of MTV that they're on cable and that we can see titties? Well, it's funny. I, I, I love these cable channels who try to act like they're network channels. Like, you know what? Show her titties, damn it. <laughs> Every, the, you know, we now live in a country where anything titties. is on the Internet. I mean, I'm I'm whacking off the three broads eating each other's assholes out this morning. And, and any any kid can get on it. You can certainly show the bass players titties. And uh, oh, the, le- the, le- the lead singer was in like chaps, like assless chaps. <laughs> he was all, assless chaps. Oh, yeah, he was showing wow. off his ass. Yeah. 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 What's that dude's name? He's, I, he's a good-looking kid. But I don't he's say, got a, but yeah, they're in good shape. He's definitely doing a little uh, David Lee Roth assless chaps <laughs> kind of look. The bassist is uh, Victoria. It's kind of hot. Yeah, I like her. Oh, yeah. She's excellent. She's better than Jack Bruce because she's topless. <laughs> <laughs> you know what Jack I mean? Jack Bruce topless would the, not have been good. <laughs> she has a visual no. element. That's a visual element. <laughs> yeah. Like, I got to admit, if I was watching Cream and Jack Bruce was on bass, and then I'm watching Monoskin, and that girl is on base. I'm watching Monoskin. <laughs> uh, you know something about Monoskin, John? Yeah, they uh, did a special for us on Howard 101 at the beginning of the year. And oh, that's that, right. The, the, the tune you were playing was from the special. Tom Morello was there with them. And oh. first of all, they are very good-looking Italian individuals, both the lead singer. They're super talented. Like the, whole, the whole band is just gorgeous but they're they would jam with tom morello before like you know to get ready to play the tune and it was just amazing to watch i mean morello was completely into it he had nothing but great things to say about you if tom if tom morello says they're good you know they're good exactly no i got what turned did tom on to them morello say about howard he loves howard he was thrilled to do the you know the special for us and uh he yeah, Tom's great. had nothing. Yeah, he had nothing but great things to say. But yeah, when you watch them play, a lot of people think because they're so good looking that maybe they can't really play that no, well. No, they're good. Or they're just doing. I told you, legit. I love the band. I love the band. I wouldn't put the special on if I didn't. Hey, yeah. um, you know, Tom Morello texted me, which was really cool, and then he said, "Hey, would you cut something for my mom's 100th birthday?" And I was like, "I don't. I, I didn't want to say to Tom, I don't do that, which I don't." And I figured, well, his mom's going to be a hundred. So I did it, but it might have, maybe it offended them. I never heard like, hey, thanks for doing that or anything. I mean, because I don't do it for anyone. So maybe my vagina material was a little too intense for a 100th birthday party. You know, you know, when, you, yeah, that when you're complimenting. Yeah, wild mix of people. <laughs> you think? That. Like maybe, maybe some of her great grandchildren were there and stuff. And, <laughs> I didn't go over too well. You know, when people ask you to cut a video and they're going to play it in front of a crowd, you don't, you can't read the crowd. Like if I'm there, I can read, I go, hmm. My game plan was to compliment a hundred year old woman's vagina, but <laughs> I'm seeing the crowd. Maybe I'll change it up. Maybe I'll go with more of a PG kind of, or a G rated right. um, set. <laughs> I thought the video was funny. You know, I had a bunch of jokes in there and 
I don't remember exactly what I said, but maybe you didn't think it through. You know, like Imagine you didn't she, think about the crowd. You thought about, you know, his mom. Maybe, maybe she heard it and dropped dead. Like, like imagine that was the story. <laughs> if oh, you played boy. your video and she had a heart attack because you were talking about her vagina. But I thought, you know, I listened to Tom on, uh, on, um, on his radio show here on Sirius on lithium and his mom works with him on it. And she seems like she's very cool and hip. So yes. uh-huh. she was a revolutionary. So I thought maybe. It was the right. Okay. Yeah. 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 And, you know, revolutionaries are pretty cool about talking about their vaginas. <laughs> you know, I wasn't gross about it. What did I say? I, I all I said was, I think must have been. I said, what was it like when Tom's head came out of your vagina? Must have been amazing. I <laughs> and I know he's an only child. I wish we could impregnate you and make more Tom Morellos. <laughs> I don't know. I think it was funny. But, you know, sometimes I'm wrong. Sometimes I'm wrong. Sometimes, you know, like when my wife met me, she confessed to me that for years she thought I was the most disgusting human being on the planet. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, um, just trying to keep it real. Maybe he's just behind on the thank you notes. You'll get it. Hey, John, did you hear this Bigfoot phone call that I'm going to play for Robin right now? Yes. You heard it? It's pretty great, yes. right? Yeah. The president, big, the, uh, who's the still with us. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Somehow yeah, let's it's make gotten... it clear that Jimmy Carter's still here. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Jimmy Carter's alive. But we've somehow, we did one bit a long time ago where we told Bigfoot that Jimmy Carter is dead and Got all convoluted. Now the story gets even more convoluted. The Bigfoot wanted the grave diggers to come. The original story was we called Bigfoot and said, hey, Bigfoot, call over to the cemetery because Jimmy Carter's in the grave and he's alive. And we got to get him out. That's what it was. Yeah, let me let me check that. Here, this is the, the original phony phone call. So I need you to call him up, call the grave digger, and tell him he needs to save President Jimmy Carter. Because he has been buried alive. All right. How can I help you? Jimmy Carter is he's buried alive in your cemetery. What? President Carter. He was only buried 30 minutes ago. Find some fresh oh. dirt. <laughs> See, we just don't bury people alive. Look at the database. You're, you're calling a cemetery where we bury dead people. And you're telling me that someone's alive. It just sounds a little crazy there. I'm not saying that. Jimmy, Jimmy Carter is. No, I can't be bothered with the nonsense of looking for a president. He's not buried yet. Yeah, I know. Oh, good day. And get yourself some help. <laughs> right. Like, that's going to happen. He's gotten all the help he can get. <laughs> this is as good as it gets. Yeah. Get yourself some help. <laughs> By the way, when you meet people and you see, you know and you see there's something off with them and you tell them to get help, assume they've they've tried everything. <laughs> <laughs> Don't waste your breath. Anyway, so uh Chris is you know fascinated with Bigfoot. He actually Chris, you do a pretty good Bigfoot impression actually. He does an excellent Bigfoot. But Chris is obsessed with Bigfoot, so he called him cuz Chris calls him as Jimmy Carter. That's Chris being Jimmy Carter. Right. And uh and then he calls him sometimes as Rosalind Carter. Really? There's a whole yeah, there's a whole thing, but 
Hey, Chris. Hey, man. This Bigfoot series is getting wilder and wilder. Now you have him convinced that Jimmy Carter's dead, he's still alive in his grave, and that he wants pizza? Yeah, well, I figure for as long as Jimmy Carter is alive, hanging on, we're going to celebrate by having him call Bigfoot and run different <laughs> errands and tasks. Can I say something? I yeah. think Bigfoot's a great guy. Like, he you is. call him up as Jimmy Carter, and all yeah. of a sudden, like, you give him these insane tasks, and he does it because yeah, he, he cares goes, about you. Well, first of all, I go, oh, this is Jimmy Carter, and he goes, I know. I, re <laughs> I remember, I do. I go, hey, you know, can, can you do my dry cleaning? Yeah, I could do that. Give me a number. Well, I don't know how you get reception in the grave, but I'll do it. Yeah, he's a yeah. sweetheart. Bigfoot's a good dude. He is. He's got a good heart. He's got a good heart, you know? Yeah. Anyway, so in honor of Jimmy Carter's 99th birthday, we had Chris call Bigfoot and tell him, look, I'm still buried alive, <laughs> and but I'm hungry, and he need help getting food. And as ridiculous as that sounds, because when you're buried alive, you know, it, it just doesn't matter. But I don't know. It, Bigfoot kind of rolled with it, which is really nice. How are you even going to get a pizza in the grave when you think about he does, it? That's why he's such a great guy. He's just like, <laughs> okay. you know, I, yeah, Bigfoot, big heart. His heart's bigger than his foot. Let's put it that and way. And his brain. <laughs> and his brain. Huh? Hello? Hello, this is Bigfoot or Marquis Jr. It's a Bigfoot. You'll never guess who this is. It's your old pal, ex-president Jimmy Carr. What's up? Remember you tried to help me when I was accidentally buried alive? Yeah, I remember that, yeah. Well, I hate to tell you, I'm still down here in my grave. And believe it or not, I'm not dead. <laughs> Anyway, I'm calling you because um, I do need a favor. What? I'm starving down here, Mr. Bigfoot. I haven't eaten in weeks. What about it? If I were to patch you through to my favorite pizza joint, could you have one sent to my grave? Yes, I can do that, yes. I do have some dietary restrictions, so... Please memorize the order, okay? Yeah, I probably could memorize it, yeah. I would like a double pepperoni. Bubble what? Double cheese. Yeah, I'm very hungry. What? And, um, you know, uh, Mr. Bigfoot, I have that there celiac disease. Huh? So the crust needs to be what they call gluten-free. What's free? And I have a severe allergy to nightshades. You allergic to nighttime? Now, repeat that back to me, please. Pepper, cheese, cr crouton-free. Gluten-free. Right, croutons. Gluten. Huh? And add a two-liter bottle of Pepsi. And remember, uh, please, no nightshades. With a Coke or with a lampshade? That's close enough. Hang on, I'm going to patch you through. Uh, all right. And just tell them to send it to the local cemetery. Yeah. To the grave mark, ex-president Jimmy Carr. Yeah, we'll send it to... Jimmy Carter's grave. Yeah. Ah. What? <laughs> it's like broken telephone. You ever have a pizza with lampshade on it? He's allergic to nighttime. Well, no, that's a Coke with lampshade. <laughs> a Coke, Coke yeah, and that. a lampshade. And <laughs> crouton free. Crouton free. Yeah, crouton, crouton free. free. I heard you. You know what I love most about the call is that yeah. 
like if Jimmy Carter can call Bigfoot, why doesn't he just directly call the pizza place? Like, why does he need Bigfoot? <laughs> or or the need... cemetery. He seems to be able to call everybody, but or, or he like, can't yeah. get out of that grave. It's like his kids or his family to say goodbye. He's calling Bigfoot. Right. <laughs> okay. <laughs> anyway, so uh, Jimmy Carter was kind enough to patch Bigfoot into a random pizza place and. <laughs> Uh, of course, the transaction ended in disaster. It didn't. It didn't go too well. Okay, it's ringing. Yeah. We're probably gonna get no reception seeing you in the grave. Pizza. Huh? Hello. Uh, pizza place. Yeah. How can I help you? Yeah, uh, Jimmy Carter. He wants a pizza delivered to his grave. It is and uh, double pepperoni, a gluten-free crust. And double cheese. Gluten-free crusts. Uh, we yes. don't have gluten-free crust, but... Uh, well, you don't have gluten-free crust? No, no. You want a regular pie? Well, Jimmy Carter is making me do this. I'm not really... I'm fucking awful tired. Oh, that? I'm so sorry. I can't hear Jimmy right. Carter wanted the pizza. Jimmy Carter? Yeah, Jimmy Carter. Like the president? <laughs> yes. Where's the pizza going? Uh, Jimmy Carter's grave. Oh, well, there I got some serious gas going on. What's the address? The I don't house? know the address. I'm here in Vermont. And he, right. he said he's well, calling well, from right. his grave. It's a cemetery? Uh, yeah, at the you, cemetery, yeah. If you give me the address to the cemetery and you pay for it. Oh, my fucking God. Uh, Hello. <laughs> no. All right, I'm about to hang up. Because... What can I tell you? Oh, stop making a pizza. It was bullshit. It was bullshit. All right, whatever. You're wasting my time. I got to go. Go fuck yourself, asshole. Why do I always get the fuck Whatever. <laughs> what do you say? Why did I always get the call? He goes like, "Why do yeah. I?" Yeah, he goes, "Why yeah. do I always get the assholes?" <laughs> yeah. You know, I bet if you work in a pizza place, you get at least thirty prank calls a day, and most of them are Sal. But you know, yeah. the guy, if you listen, the guy goes, "Okay, if you give me the, he's gonna send it to the cemetery." He goes, "If you give me the cemetery, and I'll send," and then Bigfoot goes, Frank. <laughs> "It's like it's like a cross between Lurch Frankenstein." The next call should be uh, uh, <laughs> Bigfoot versus Jimmy Carter. Bigfoot meets Jimmy Carter and Frankenstein, and then kills Hitler. <laughs> Yeah, I like when he goes. I got a terrible getting. <laughs> we have an actual uh, prank call boardroom where we have regular meetings, and we we do. <laughs> and we brainstorm Bigfoot pranks, and they always end. By the way, they always end up with Bigfoot having phone sex. Has um, to be. Has to be like any any phone call. So Jimmy Carter, of course, <laughs> <laughs> ends up. Well, here, why ruin it for you? Yeah. This is, uh, yeah. Well, I was going to say, the ad-libs that Bigfoot brings, Amazing. nobody could ever, ever write. Well, you hear yeah. when he He's yawns, he goes, he goes, <laughs> I'm fucking yawning here. <laughs> I'm really tired. I don't know you fucking go. I'm really... <laughs> <laughs> You know, I was thinking if I can't get a pizza, I could uh, maybe at least eat my own cum. Yeah. Will you help me with that? Eat your cum. I'll help you. I'll let you play more with my penis. 
Oh, God. I'll let you suck it. Yeah, you slap it on my liver spots. I will slap it on you. Oh, Jesus. You know, uh, I was just thinking my wife is still alive. Uh, would it loosen you up a little bit if uh, she was here? Depending on what you look like. Oh, she's a very beautiful lady. Her, her name is Rosalind. Robin Hood. Rosalind. Rhonda. Okay, here. Let me, let me conference her in here. No. <laughs> Hello. Hello. How are you doing, miss? Oh, Rosalind, this is Jimmy. Jimmy? Who's Jimmy? Jimmy Carter. Jimmy Carter? I thought he died three years ago. Well, I guess he's back alive again. And who are you? You sound really fucking high. I'm Bigfoot or Mark Eshaw Jr. You don't sound so junior to me. You sound like a big fella. This nine and a half inches long. Would you eat out my snatch? Depending on what you look like, miss. I'm hot. No. I'm 96 years old. I'd fuck you. Where? I'd fuck you in your cunt. I want you to fuck the rest of my brains out. I'd fuck your head right off your body. Would you blow me while you fuck her? Well, who? My husband. If he's alive, I would. Oh, that's so fucking hot. I'm stroking my cock. And then what are you going to do to me while he's pulling his pecker? I'll eat your old pussy. Oh, my God. I haven't been licked in years. I'll lick your old vagina. Make me come. I want to hear you fuck me. Uh, uh, oh, fuck you. Uh, Harder. Uh, uh, I'm getting close. Talk dirty to me, you woolly mammoth. Take my big cock, you old bitch. Oh, yeah. I'm going to come yeah. on your dentures. Oh, my God. Jim is about to bust. Oh, my God. I'm about to come. I'm coming, too. Oh, uh, oh my. Uh, I'm squirting. I'm squirting. Uh, oh. Uh, Oh. Hello? Uh. Who is this? Uh. Why am I soaking wet? You pissed yourself or something. Mr. Bigfoot, this is President Carter. I think I might, I think I might finally be dying. Good. My body's evacuating itself. You get all your shit out of your body. I'm shit to die. Good. Oh, Mr. Bigfoot. Well, nice talking to you, Mr. President. <laughs> Good luck. Where am I? Good luck, I said. I soaked through my depends. All right. Bye. Yeah. By the way, you you are playing all three. You're playing. You're playing. You're playing everybody. Yes. You're playing everybody. I'm like a really disgusting Eddie Murphy. I'm playing all the roles. Uh, yeah. Good for you. Oh, yeah. Real talent. Oh, yeah. Well, when you can fool Bigfoot, you know you're talented. <laughs> Whenever we hire someone new around here, we test them by making, uh, can yeah. they make Bigfoot come? That's how Chris got his job. <laughs> Everyone <Funny>. came. <laughs> yeah. Well, that's nice. Anyway, what a fun phone call and uh, what a great way to uh, start your Wednesday by listening to Bigfoot. <laughs> and God bless Jimmy Carter. Uh, yeah. And, and Jimmy Carter is alive. <laughs> they called me Bigfoot. I don't know why. I like girls. But I love guys. Yeah. I give it in the ass. I give it in the gun. She put her hands over my mouth. My cock's in her butt. You better believe I banged her. I came over here. I didn't call the police. I called the mailman. No, I'm no phony. I'm the real thing. Take my phone number it is. Give me a ring. Uh. Nice. Come and play up north. I'm in Newport, is this? Uh.
everybody has their own song around this show. Uh, hi, Pitch Eric, you're on the air. Go ahead, Hi Pitch. Hey, Howard, let me ask you a question. Are you, del- are you delusional? I don't think so. How can you not like the Golden Bachelor? You like it, huh? I fucking love it. I hate it. I, uh, How do you I, hate I, it? I love everything about the Bachelor franchise. I love Bachelor in Paradise. I I I, I live for it. But uh, geez, that Golden Bachelor is not for me, Eric. I'm sorry. I don't want to watch old people, you know, How, close to death. I drop off, uh, off to the old woman from the Golden Bachelor. Really? <laughs> well, finally, we found something that uh, women works. that he would jerk off. Yeah. To. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. All right. Well, there's a surprise. Now, I wouldn't. I, don't know I wouldn't peg uh, uh, high pitch Eric for a Golden Bachelor fan, but <laughs> there he is. All right. Now I don't know if you remember the woman that walked out of the limo uh, with the walker. Yes. Oh my God! I had a crush on her when she took her wig off, and I was so in love with her. All right. I, I wanted to fuck her so bad. <laughs> wow. All right. Well, uh, fascinating. Thank you, Eric. That's does a Beth, high pitch. Does Beth like that show? No. We both it we both gave up on it. We can't even believe we gave up on it. But we, after the first episode, we checked out. That's it. Oh, my God. Both you and Beth are so delusional. <laughs> I guess so. All right, Eric. You have a good day. It's Eric. High pitch, Eric. We love Eric. He's a fan of The Golden Bachelor. Yeah. Frank, go ahead. You're on the air. Hey, Howard. How are we doing? Hey, now. Yeah, I'd like to talk about the Keith Richards interview. Uh, I tell you, I'm not really a big Stones fan, but that interview was probably the best interview of all time because he was straightforward, was no bullshit, and he came out to be a really smart guy. Uh, I didn't think he was, he was that smart, to be honest with you, but he's really a bright guy, and... Uh, I have more a lot of respect for the Stones now. Uh, I'm a well, you know, Beatles fan. So, I will say I this. I, I will say this. You know, every interview um, I had seen with Keith over the years, I really do feel like, like for some reason, he would come off like a, maybe a, like you know, no bigger fan of the Stones than me. But I felt that in some interviews, or or at least the way he was portrayed in the media. Somehow he became like a caricature, or or yeah, exactly. not yeah. not like a real person. And no, yeah. what I was, yeah. What I, yeah, what I was excited about was sitting there with the man, and like saying to myself, "Oh my gosh, I don't even want to leave this guy. He's so interesting and so thoughtful and he's funny. very straightforward. It's very straightforward. Like he told him about the five strings. He go, he told him about uh, Eddie Van Halen. He goes." He's probably saying that's bullshit what Eddie Van Halen was doing. He said, you know, he did too much. He made it too complicated. He made the the guitar very simple. And he made it realize that, you know, uh, anyone could play guitar if you just practice and, and learn. He really was yeah, a great interview. Really it was inspirational to me, too. And uh, and I love his sense of humor, you know, like, you know. Yeah, yeah. Because when I said, well, man, those guys hit the drum so hard. He goes, it's not baseball, Howard. <laughs> you know, I, I love that. Anyway, exactly. he's, uh, he, he was it was a true honor to sit with Keith Richards. And I got to tell you, he's got some nice people in his organization. We dealt with uh, 
His right hand is a woman named Jane. She was great. I mean, uh, it was really an unbelievable experience. And, uh, so how is What do you think yeah. is better, the Beatles or the Rolling Stones? You know, it, that's the age-old question. If I'm sitting and listening to the Stones, I go, man, it doesn't get better than this. And then I'll put on a Beatles album and I'll go, oh, my God, the, the best band in the world the is Beatles, the Beatles. The Beatles, to me, are the bigger than the band. They're, they're, they're different. Uh, it's an impossibility, Beatles. though. When you listen to the when I was sitting with Keith and I'm playing back those Stones songs, you go, oh, my God, the material is just good insane. Band, band, but the Beatles... Uh, they, How can you not? I mean, why do you have to love one or the other? I mean, is it not right. true? Well, because the Rolling Stones did that. The Rolling Stones always follow the Beatles. They always copy the Beatles. And uh, he, there's one interview with John Lennon where he states that out. He, he really curses at the Rolling Stones every fucking time. Well, every I mean, band followed the Beatles. The Beatles were first. Uh, all right. Hey, Frank, I'm with you. Thank you. I mean, I don't know what I'm with, but I'll just, you know, I mean, <laughs> he's kind of like my mom. You know, you got it. Okay, mom, I got to go. Right, right. Yeah. yeah. Just go along. Anyway, Keith was on promoting their new album, uh, Hackney Diamonds. It's out this Friday. I'll give him a plug because uh, it was just so much fun talking with him. Oh, my God. The other thing I think that um, elevated the whole thing was him, you know, when he expressed his feelings for his wife and his kids and his grandkids because nobody yeah. imagines Keith Richards hanging out with a family yeah. and being yeah. a responsible dad or any of that stuff. It is admirable because, you know, when you realize, let's be frank, the amount of pussy that guy could be getting, <laughs> it's overwhelming, Robin. It's like a... Oh, please. It's a, yeah. it's a tsunami of pussy. He was in stadiums with with girls fainting, <laughs> taking off their clothing Tsunami. and throwing yeah. it at him, and he Robin. could have had any one of them. A stadium Robin. full. Yeah. Tsunami. Tsunami. <laughs> <laughs> it was a tsunami. Tsunami. Uh, Lloyd, go ahead to Massachusetts. How you doing, uh, Howard? Um, I've been listening to you since uh, 1982. And uh, the, just now, you're welcome. I, I'm a Long Island boy. <laughs> um, I, I, the radio just now, uh, you know, Bigfoot and all that, the phone call. I got to tell you, I nearly smashed into about 12 different telephone poles. It's the funniest stuff I've ever heard. <laughs> it's absolutely uh, great. I like when he um, he calls Rosalind Carter Robin Hood. That was cool. <laughs> 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 that was great. There you go. My good. wife's name is Rosalind. Robin Hood. <laughs> He's like, what? How'd you get that? I mean, Robin Hood. <sighs> and the other thing was, I wasn't sure he was getting the age. And then when yeah. he starts talking dirty to her, it's like, I'll lick your old cunt. One other thing, now that I got you on the line, just one other thing, and then oh, let's go. Uh, okay. I just had a garage sale just recently, and the only thing I've got from the Stern Show or Stern Show related is a book signed by Jackie the Joke Man, and oh. incredibly, 
I I put a, a sign on saying I will give five dollars for anybody who takes this book, and nobody <laughs> took it. <laughs> you mean you offered money at the uh, garage yeah. sale and nobody yeah. thought? Well, that's that's startling. It's hard to believe. But uh, all right, Lloyd, thank you. Very funny. Yeah. There's Lloyd well, doing a little reference to Jackie uh, in that book. <laughs> Uh, he says he almost crashed his car during the bit. You know, that's what we aim to do. We aim to kill the audience. We want to be so funny that you can barely drive. He ha- managed um, to miss 12 telephone poles. Last year, we had a guy who wasn't so lucky. He missed 12 <laughs> telephone poles, but on the 13th pole, he, 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 that was it. We lost a listener. He bought it. Was horrible. it. Yeah. He bought it. No more subscription. What can we do? Anyway, uh, yeah, I was going to mention that uh, there's a couple of things in the news that you know, caught my eye about uh, this Britney Spears. Britney Spears is re- writing a book, or she's written a book. It's it's unclear to me what exactly is going on here. About uh, some excerpts from some Britney Spears book, and the big thing yesterday was she used to date when she was very young. She dated Justin Timberlake. They were on the Disney Channel together. Yeah, and uh, she claims she's saying in the book Justin Timberlake. It's funny with Justin Timberlake. This guy's such like a um, like a, a, a G-rated performer. But, you know, he ends up with Janet Jackson and the titty. And that now now the revelation is that he knocked up Britney Spears and talked her into an abortion. That's what she's alleging, which I'm sure he doesn't want. Like, in his mind, he's probably like, you know what? Yeah, she got pregnant. And, you know, she probably asked me what we want to do. And I said, well, I'm too young to be a father. Uh, but, you know, you know, whatever you say. But. But also, she's, he's married with children, you know, yeah. and I don't know exactly how old his kids are now, but, you know, this is now out there. She writes, well, she would have kept the baby, but Justin definitely wasn't happy about it. I mean, he doesn't. You're right. He doesn't need that. You know what I mean? Yeah. The dude. Nor does she. Like a, she even says, I think some people, a lot of people might be mad with me because I did that, but I decided to go along with it. Yeah, I mean, like, everyone's going kablooey with these books. Like, I think it's the age of the Internet. Everyone has their own podcast where they have to admit stuff all the time. And yeah. Jada Pinkett you Smith's got to have gone. revelations. You're actually yeah. right. You're absolutely right. Jada Pinkett Smith's locked up with Will Smith. She's like, hey, I'll write some stuff about this guy. He's famous. <laughs> <laughs> you know, like, forgetting that it's her husband. And they're in a marriage and they have kids. She's just like, yeah. I don't know what's going on. We're happy. We're unhappy. We're we're together. We're not together. We're divorced. We don't live in the same house, but we're not divorced. We're not divorced on paper, but we are divorced. I mean, it's it's like maddening. But he had to ask his wife to date him for the Oscars. <laughs> yeah, baby, will you come with me to the Oscars? I walked in. I was not his wife, but when we left, I was his wife. Like, what the fuck are you talking about? Uh. Anyway, Justin Timberlake is out promoting his uh, third Trolls movie. I don't even know what that is, the Trolls movie. What is movie. that? I don't, know I don't know any Trolls movies. It sounds like something Richard would be watching. <laughs> uh, Justin's out promoting the third Trolls movie. Should be fun to handle. Watching him on like uh, shows being asked about the abortion of Britney Spears' uh, well, baby. Well, it sounds like a kid's yeah. movie. And, yeah. Uh, yeah, you're going to talk about... Getting an abortion with Britney Spears. He'll be on Hoda and uh, Jenna, and uh, right away it'll be. Um, so, Justin, 
tell us about trolls. But before you get to that, what about the baby you made Britney Spears get rid of? I'll be like, what? Uh, I'll bet you nobody wants the actor strike to drag on more than Justin Timberlake. Like, right, because right now he mess. can't promote anything. <laughs> you know, I got to say, that guy's pretty good. I, I bought his album. You know, I think maybe the last album, you know, before the, the, the whole explosion of now you can get music for free if you just get a, you know, an account. Um, yeah. I'm, I bought that Justin Timberlake album, the one where... You know, sexy back and all. It was a good album. Then what happened? You don't like, like what, what? He just got out of music. Like, I guess he didn't follow well, he's up. He's acting. Yeah. And making music. Mm-hmm. You know, like they had that reunion on the MTV video awards where all the NSYNC guys were back together. Yeah. Hey, I know this, this track is well known, but some of the other tracks are really good. I used to, you know, back in the day, I'd work out to this album. You you do deep album cuts on it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I got pretty massive. I think I one session I lifted 30 pounds. So anyway, uh, I, I do follow Britney Spears on Instagram. It's fascinating. She likes to dance around in a bikini, but the bikinis are weird cut. They're like down like around her hip, like below her hips. I can't figure out how yeah. her bikinis are cut, but. It's almost like it's a bikini for someone else. It's then, like it, yeah, she got a too small bikini. <laughs> and then sometimes she likes to like dance around in the bikini with knives or with snakes. I, it's, in fact, she just put out another knife video where she likes to throw the knives around, like dance with them. But I don't know what the point is. It's not that hot to see a girl doing. with, yeah, yeah. I don't. It's not hot to see a girl with knives. In fact, it's like when you go to a strip club and the girls are doing pole dancing. The least sexy thing I've ever seen at a strip club is women up on stage, like, doing gymnastics on a pole. Well, they, they, that's the thing they love because they're getting to dance. They always, they yeah. all wanted to be dancers. <laughs> they wound up at a strip club. So that pole keeps them there thinking they're artists. Yeah, you know. Sure, I, I get tips and I'm naked for a living and I have to sit on guys' laps, but when I'm up on that stage with the pole, not many people could do what I'm doing right now. <laughs> you think that's the philosophy? You know, yeah. <laughs> it does take talent and skill. You know, I was a gymnastics person in high school. and But uh, Britney Spears is like a Benny Hanna chef. She's got the knives and they're, and they're sharp. They look sharp. They look real because she clanks them together to prove that they're real knives. It's pretty wild, but she's got like uh, 42.2 million followers on Instagram. It's impressive. I mean, that's a business. So I guess, you know, hey, I'm thinking of maybe getting into a undersized bikini and uh, <laughs> banging some knives together. And I'd like to have 42 million followers. I don't put up any content. You know what? That would go viral. Now we have to do it. Yeah. You doing Britney Spears. Yeah. <laughs> You know, I, I did enough of the shit when I was young. Put my ass cheeks on MTV. You know who should start dancing with knives? OJ. I, I've incorporated something new. Uh, from what Britney Spears writes, she never had a chance because her parent, with her parents, she claims her mom took her out drinking in the eighth grade. What? Wow. God, I didn't want my mom taking me anywhere. I didn't even want my mom driving me in a carpool in high school because... 
I just wanted, you know, I was embarrassed. But her mom took her out drinking in eighth grade. No wonder she doesn't have uh, want to have anything to do with those parents. My yeah, goodness. I get it. That's terrible. Quote, we called our cocktails toddies. I love that I was able to drink with my mom every now and then. The way we drank, we became happier, more alive, and adventurous. Yeah, that, that's why alcohol is so popular. Yeah, in eighth grade, you really need that. You need to loosen up and be adventurous. <laughs> hey, if you went to school or I did in eighth grade, you'd want to be drinking too. Heavily. That would have saved me if I came to school drunk. Uh, yeah, so Brittany says her dad repeatedly called her fat and told her she needed to do something about it. Hmm, that's heavy. She writes that many male artists gambled their money away. This was my point when um, when her dad had her in a conservatorship. She wrote, many male artists gambled their money away, had substance abuse issues, etc., but no one took control of their money and bodies. Brittany said, I did not deserve what my family did to me. I'm, I'm with her on that. I agree. Yeah. Uh, Maybe maybe uh, Will and Jada should uh, have a conservatorship. I mean, what they're doing is, to me, crazy. I mean, going around writing, she's writing stories about him. I don't know about it. Maybe it's not crazy. I don't know. He's got a reporter. He's living with a reporter. <laughs> she, yeah. And she doesn't write about anybody but him. You usually try to hide from reporters, but she's <laughs> she's got access. Well, actually, he I think according her. to her, he moved out of the house, so he's trying to get some privacy. <laughs> Because, baby, I'd be with you if you'd stop writing about me. Uh, oh, we had a meeting. You know, we're halfway through October. Cocktober, I should say. And we haven't done one damn thing about it. We haven't right. had any, we have not any cock stuff. I think next week we have something planned. Uh, let me see. Let me check my schedule. Let me look at my calendar. Hmm. Cock. Vagina. Yes, here we go. Cocktober. <laughs> um. Next Wednesday, you, you probably don't know this, you, Ronnie, and comedian Chris Stefano are playing the guessing game, What's My Freaky Fetish, in honor of Cocktober. It's a Cocktober-related freaky fetish, so you'll be okay. playing. Right. I hope I, I win. I, don't I hope you win, too. Not don't embarrass yourself. what the fetish is. <laughs> you don't want to lose to Ronnie. <laughs> Suppose um, that happens. I won't be able to <laughs> hold up my head. Well, it is cock-related. You might lose. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so for Cocktober, there's a couple of ideas floating around, but I don't know. Let me see. Let me see if any of these make any sense. Let's have, let's have a little uh, Cocktober. Uh, talk. Sing it. Let me see here. Most of these, in fact, all of these ideas are from Richard and Sal. Let me see. See what you boys came up with. What I think is some Sal of these. Doing now, Sal is work. You know, he's wearing a suit jacket and a being a professional, Robin. Taking my job oh. seriously. Okay. Mm. 
Yeah, wait till they play the new Sal package. Uh, we hooked Sal up with a celebrity. I don't want to say who, and he did a psychic reading. And oh, it, it's very weird. I was listening to this thing, and I'm like, "What an asshole Sal is!" <laughs> <laughs> Nothing new there. But he's a professional asshole, <laughs> right? Yeah, well, but then by the end of it, you're like, "Uh oh, Sal's like." I don't know. He's up to, I don't know what he's up to, but let's get back to Cocktober. I don't want to jump ahead. <laughs> yeah. Richard, I have a feeling Sal proposed a couple of these. Like I'm reading one here. There's no way you knew about this, but, yeah, exactly. if, you'll, but if you'll go for it, I, I'm all for it. Let's hear it. <laughs> all right. Uh, bobbing for cock. Did you, Sal, did you tell him about that? No, he, he doesn't know about it. So I figured okay. we get a bucket and we put my cock and balls in the bucket with a bunch of apples and Rich has got to go down and bob for uh, cock in there. Oh, brilliant. Brilliant. He's not, so in other words, you want <laughs> so Rich to blow you. put I'm his thrilled. mouth on your cock? Well, he's got to bob. He's, he's got to go in there. He's got to bob in there and he might get my cock or my balls in his mouth as he's bobbing for apples. No, why don't you bob for my cock? Because I came up with around. the idea. I don't care. You shouldn't have taken the day off. Be you a lose, team jackass. player. Be a team player. I am. You're sucking my cock. <laughs> <laughs> Here's one I think um, that uh, this this I think we should do. Okay. I don't, we gotta get, but we gotta get other people involved. Here it is. This is one. Now, Richard wasn't in on this one either, but I, I think he'd go for this. A dick or sausage. That's or a good sausage. What's that? That's a good one. All right. Here, I got a list here. It says, staffers put their hands in a bag and guess if they're touching a cock or sausage. <laughs> yeah, this oh, one. I'm, I actually, yeah, I know about this one. I love it. You love all it. Right. Oh, yeah, I'm all for that. Do we have the sausages? I was thinking, like, I said <laughs> to Mike Trainer this morning, Mike says to me, well, yeah, well, which staffer is going to put their hand in there? And I go, Mike Trainer. Absolutely. <laughs> really? Yeah. Well, he we already volunteered. You volunteered him? Yeah, <laughs> I volunteered him. They better be mini sausages, too. <laughs> we ain't got no big sausages. Yeah, you might have in our pants. Need, we need, like, breakfast links. Yeah. <laughs> what would be the idea, though? Like, if somebody sticks their hand in. Right. And then, they, like, they squeeze these objects in the bag. But it could be your cock, or it could be sausage. Right? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. and wow. we can't we can't what? wait for Mike Trainer to do it. Well, what if what we blindfold the person, and okay. instead of, instead of putting it in a bag, why don't we just like hold out the sausage and then that's they good. Squeeze yeah, it. I like yeah. that. Yeah. That's a funnier visual, Howard. I like that. Yeah, yeah. Mike, yes, you volunteered for this, right? So you're going to. That's not how I remember you... it. I was actually specifically <laughs> asking to not do that. I might have yeah. to get COVID again. That's the worst thing you could say yeah. on the show is that you don't want to do something. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> then bring it on. Let's there do you it. Go. Get your dicks out. Be a team player. Yeah, so Come Howard, on. I guess like we could do a table and we lay out Richard's cock, my cock, a bunch of sausages, and then I guess Mike blindfolded squeezes them all, and he has to de decide what's he the sausage. To I'm, not, I'm not doing this, guys. I wouldn't go too far down the road on that. I don't actually what about JD then? That that makes more sense. I think JD yeah, JD probably be funnier. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Hey, the audience, audience, by the way, you guys, me. do you guys hear a noise? I do. Yes, yes like I'm ringing. ringing. It might like be a this, whistling or something. This mic come on? Maybe I don't know. Maybe it's you. I don't know. Hey, uh, the problem with the bits for Cocktober is nobody wants to. Like you guys are up for it, but nobody wants to touch your cock and stuff. But oh, JD might. JD just pushed me. <laughs> <laughs> you bully. JD. Like JD, you're, you're, you're a Fuck team off. player, and it's not a big deal. I mean, it's not gay. It's a game. 
There, there's some uh, ringing. I don't know what the hell's going JD on. JD says, no, Howard, remember before, Robin had a brilliant idea. Howard uh, dressed in a bikini with the knives, and yeah. you said, you've done enough. I yeah. said, JD should do that. That would go viral. <laughs> no, I'm not dressing in a bikini. <laughs> with the knives. No. I'll do JD, get in a bikini. JD. I'll do the knives. I'm not JD. dressing in a bikini. Shut up. Oh, no. stop it. You're so tired. <laughs> I went on MTV <laughs> yes, and showed I'm my very, whole asshole. What's the matter with you? body. Bikini Spears. JD. <laughs> JD is you want more followers? No, I don't actually. No, I'm done. JD, with that. what if it's a one piece? No, no, I don't want to. No, stop it. You JD, do it. I'll do it. You're comfortable with your body. Yeah, I'm yeah not. but you're funnier, JD. But well, it's funnier with you. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. JD, you can get in a bikini right now and do a nightcap. <laughs> Come on, JD. Right now. Well, JD, Read. for the sausage and dick thing, what if you wore like rubber gloves? Uh, listen, I I have a move that I would immediately. I would, You'd probably squeeze the hell no, out of it and make it. a scream. Oh no! Well, I'd flick the hell out of it. To <laughs> no, you don't flick it. Oh, then we would, listen, I play. You want me to play this game so bad? That's all I'm playing now. Okay, I'll get flicked. I don't give a shit. Wow. <laughs> flick no, show. I'm, I'm not really not looking to. No, I'm not. Yeah. JD, I yeah, think he'll do this one. <laughs> so. uh the guys will have their dicks, but we'll have sausage, and you just got to identify which one is which, okay? <laughs> no, no, I don't want to do this. No, sure? I, I think it'd be fun. I'm I think sorry, it'd be fun. Yeah, you're going to go ahead, fun, fun JD, you you'll want. go head to head with Gary, okay? <laughs> oh, Gary's going to do yes. that? Yes. Yeah, 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 well, we got to have a competition. Yeah. Someone's got to win. Let's, see, let's yeah. see what Gary says. Gary's first. definitely in. <laughs> well, Gary actually, Gary's in, JD's in. Gary's not even here. Gary's a team player. Show JD how to be a team player. Go ahead, Gary. <laughs> uh, I love being on the team, but I will. Uh, I'm the water boy in this instance. I'm sitting on the bench. <laughs> Why you feel it's gay? No, I don't want. Uh, no, no, I don't want people to see my my physique. I'm no, just, you're no, the toucher, Gary. Gary. You no. just all you got to do oh, is touch our dicks. Yeah, you're the hey, molester. You gotta, you, you, those guys bring <laughs> their dicks molester. out. You have to squeeze oh. to see if it's sausage or penis. Is this even a real oh. game? I mean, you're going to know the sausage. Where the, the who the fuck I, warm? Who the fuck do you work for? A ball of course, it's a real game. What do you mean? It's funny. It's a real game. If you think it's so easy, then 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 participate. Yeah, Mike. How many Which, dicks uh, have you squeezed? You're right, it's impossible. I can't do it. I'll tell you it. what. Tell you, you guys are right. Here, here's how I'll be a team player. If JD and Trainer will do it, oh. I will do it as well. Oh, Love okay. it. Very nice. Well, we Gary's not here to do, to do it, though. That's if we're doing this. We're not doing, doing it today. today. You're not doing it today. Oh, God. Yeah, I don't know if we have we sausages, have sausages ready. Sausages. Yeah. <laughs> we can we run down. Dick. Run down to a deli. <laughs> well, hold on. Hold on. Hold on. You need time to promote something like this. Uh-huh. And <laughs> so stage it, would... it. We have to set it up. Oh, we yeah. need stingers and yeah. songs, everything. Special yeah. sponsor. We maybe. have to get HBO on the phone. <laughs> but there's a lot of, um, there's a lot of, yeah, HBO wants to. Uh, all right. Gary says the following challenge. Mike and JD. Gary says, I'll play the game. I'll, I probably will be able to tell more dicks from sausage than you, you two guys. <laughs> no. Yeah. Uh, what do you say? You guys in or out? Are you going to just accept the challenge or not? It's a tough one. I know. Every, you know, everyone has their own uh, feelings about touching Trainer, penis. What are you worried about? I don't yeah, want to touch training. their dicks specifically. Well, you, uh, no, no, you can yeah. wear those unclear. Wear those real, real rubber thin, gloves. R- yeah. yeah, real yeah, thin rubber clear gloves. gloves. And it's only Richard and Sal, right? There's no strangers involved. No. Right, just Richard. No, all, only in the family. 
<laughs> yeah, exactly. I, I'm always just I touching can, some. I, I, I want you tell touching Sal's, strange penis. Wait, uh, we're, I can tell Sal's dick by looking at it. I'm wait, sure I can tell. Although feeling, we should I get a giant a fucking rubber thing. We should get a giant dick for it too, and like a big <laughs> sausage. <laughs> We're blindfolded for this? Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah I've oh, seen yeah. both so you won't ever times. see it's yourself. It's a field game, J.D. You squeeze the guy. feeling it. J.D., are you saying... Even, that if you're not blindfolded, you still couldn't tell the difference between a dick and a no, sausage? I just, no, I don't want to. I just feel weird being blindfolded in front of these two. We're like, not, God knows what the hell they'll I'll do. We'll behave. We'll behave. Uh-huh. No, no, I won't allow anything but the game. God damn it, Gary. Right. Why did you have to say that, man? <laughs> He's a team player. I don't think the audience wants me to grab dicks. I think they really would oh, rather. I oh, think you do. more than anyone. Yes. Really? Well, that's, that's weird. Because you're so then. reluctant. Come on, grab a, grab a cock. Mike, sounds like a crime. Mike, I'm you like, grab your dick every day when you piss, right? Yeah, What's dick. another dick? I love my dick. What if you right. do, what it's if, an additional cock. What if you do it as the Hulk? It's not Mike doing it. It's yeah. like you, dress, <laughs> you put all green no on with your shirt No one knows the Hulk off. anymore. It's, it's old, old news. You know, Mike? <laughs> yes. You are a professional comedy writer. Yeah. This this bit could help hit your professional goals. <laughs> oh, so, uh, <laughs> if you stick this on your uh, oh. this will come up on my annual review. <laughs> yeah, your review's yeah. coming yeah. up, Mike. I know, it's true. Yeah. I didn't think of that. That review just dropped down low. Yeah. Bonus <laughs> time. I'm looking at your review right now. It says, Mike Trainer, not team player. Right. Uh, oh, why are you uh, looking at right, this? to squeeze cock. Uh, here's I tell Derek. you what, boys. Go. Go, back. I'll, I'll go back and think about it. You uh -huh. guys, I don't want to do put undue pressure, but uh, okay. Gary has thrown down the gauntlet. He says he can do it. He will be able to tell more dick from sausage <laughs> than you two. And JD, I think it's all an I was exciting saying, challenge. As soon as I saw this today, yes, it's weird to touch another guy's dick, but it's also ridiculously silly. Oh, I, I just think this I, is such I, a silly bit. It's, you know, uh, uh, and it's Richard and Sal. Yeah. I know what it is. I know it's not who like they we're are. touching the security guards. Again, speak, right? I'm not, it's Richard and Sal. <laughs> again, I'm not going to like touch it and rub it. I will flick it and I will see how... <laughs> but you won't lose. Then you're going to lose. Well, you're going to lose. JD. Oh, oh my God, forbid I lose oh, this no, game. Yeah. No, but JD. Winner, you don't want to lose. My, my kids won't talk to me again if I fuck this up. <laughs> well, you want to win. If you're going to play, you play to win. That's yeah. right. We should have a champion belt or something if you win. <laughs> okay. <laughs> well, oh, first that, of all, there, you might get oh, very on. lucky. Excuse me. You might get very lucky. You might only touch sausage. That's the other thing. You yeah. don't know. Well, hold on. You know? Let me, before, <laughs> is, is there some sort of punishment against the loser? Yeah. Oh, fuck the sausage. Well, no. I, no, <laughs> no that, I'm not paying for punishment. You gotta, say, you, gotta, you gotta blow Mike Trainer. Uh, no. <laughs> the bit is the punishment. I'm not sure for what. I don't know what I did. <laughs> yeah. Don't scare these guys. How away from this. I, I don't care, but you got to put out a reward that would make JD want to try and win. No, I, no. You I, get to take the sausage home no, and eat it. I, shut up, Sal. <laughs> free, free lunch. No, free I'm lunch. A, that's your reward. I, I'm actually, I'm less worried about what you win and more worried about what happens to you if you lose. That's what I'm well, worried about. Well, if you lose, you kiss you my just pouch. I'm not kissing your No, 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 not, no. No punishment. You know, JD, I was thinking about the show the other day and, uh, no wonder you're a borderline alcoholic. Yeah. <laughs> I get it. Yeah, this Thank is going to push him over the edge. Yeah. Over to me, up to the other well, side. Well, how about there's uh yeah, there should be a little prize for the winner. You're absolutely right, yeah. JD. But no penalty. I, uh, no penalty. Oh, what? Get Wayne Siegel on the phone. He's yeah, always uh, forgiving <laughs> money. Yeah, I, I guarantee you, Wayne will put up money for uh, this if we. You know, uh, uh, we could yeah. say uh, sponsored by Legend Porsche Audi. Song <laughs> or whatever. He loves doing that. Uh, 
if, if Gary's going to do it, I'll fucking do it with nice. Gary. Nice. 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 Hands up, boy. Come on, Mike. If we both held Crazy. out, we could have stopped uh, this. It's son of a bitch. It's not going to keep going. Uh, it's going to stop. All right. JD's in. Gary's in. Hold on. God. Uh-oh. CEO of Sirius XM, Jennifer Witz, is at the door. Hello, Miss Witz. Listen up, you fat motherfuckers. One of you is grabbing some cock and the other one's fired, so figure it the fuck out. You hear me? Right. No. Do you like having a 401k, fat boy? Huh? Right. Okay, Miss Witz. I do like touch that. Touch the cocks. Touch the cocks. Touch the cocks. Come on. Touch the cocks. Touch Touch the cocks. Right. Listen right. to me. That's Stop it. Like you've never touched one. It's a dick, not soap. <laughs> <laughs> if you don't grab that cock, you'll be grabbing the help wanted ass. <laughs> 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 All right, Jennifer. Act, our stop goes up 10 points. You hear that? Our stock. Warm up those hands and get to it, nerds. <laughs> 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 she wow. was really That's funny the this morning, yeah. and she wants yeah. this contest. Oh, she's hilarious, all right. <laughs> all right, look. What do you it have to say, a... Derek? Why is Derek staying in here? Well, I was just going to say, J Jason and I were talking in the back, and I think we figured out how we can make this happen. So I just wanted to, you know, pitch how we think we can do it so we can get it done next week at least, you know? Yeah, all right. So... We think we get a shopping bag, you know, like a plastic shopping bag, and we'll cut a hole in it, and then Sal will hold it in front of him and stick his dick through the hole, and then we'll fill the bag with raw sausage. Jesus Christ. And then you walk up and you stick your hand into the bag, and you figure out if you're touching a dick or sausage. <laughs> well, wait a second. No, that doesn't no, make no, any no, sense. Here's what happens. Table. You don't, get a table. You don't, yeah. Listen. I've made a lot of money in this business. <laughs> uh <-huh. laughs> I'll tell you how you do it. A lot of coin. A lot of coin. Well, I made a lot of coin in this business. <laughs> no. In all seriousness, this is the way it's done. You got, let's say, Sal and Richard are standing there. And they're holding sausage, right? It's sticking out. You squeeze it. And you go, mm, that feels like a sausage. <laughs> you might feel 20 sausages in a row and never feel a dick. Right. But you don't know. Maybe it is a dick. <laughs> so each time you go, it's one thing you squeeze, and then you say, I think this is a dick. I think this is sausage. That's it. That's it. It's a simple yeah. game. You know, here's the problem with game shows that fail. They get overly complicated. You start filling up bags with sausages and cocks. Nobody knows what's going on. <laughs> All, right. All right. Note taken. See, That's I'm right. Howard, I, I saw it as what's a... Wheel, what's Wheel of Fortune? It's tic tac toe. That's it. Right. Or whatever it is. Hangman. Wheel I of think. Fortune. Yeah. Hangman. hangman. Yeah. 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 I'm on a roll. Leave me alone. <laughs> it's Hangman. <laughs> Listen. Anyway, um, what is it, Richard? I was just going to say, see, I saw it as there's a table. We, me and Sal put our dicks on the table, and there's sausage. In between like our a dicks. sausage in yeah. between our dicks. And they come in and they squeeze, squeeze it right on the table. It's yeah. Same, pretty much the I same concept funny, as yours. Funny Howard. visual, too. I love that, I love that you guys think your cocks are big enough to put on a table. Or, 
<laughs> yeah, that's what I'm worried about. Uh, you can chub us up, Gary. Uh, or, or we can... D- Fluff us. From our right and left hands, we can also dangle sausages right, All right next look, to our look, cocks. Look, look. Sausages, sausages, sausages are we going to get those? Because sausages are big. Like a bratwurst, you're not a bratwurst. Well, they're different, different sizes of sausages. You get, they're you get different sizes yes. Excuse me. You yes. get Jimmy Dean sausages. Right. Like yes. the breakfast links? Yes. It's about the size of Sal's cock. Yeah. Howard's very wise. Oh, there's show business. Some, a long time. Mm-hmm. There's good butchers in New York. They'll cut like sausages. Bring the your size dick of our to dick. the butcher and be like, "What well, do you have yeah. that's like this? <laughs> what do you have that's this size?" Fellas, yeah. like I tell you in every meeting. Like I tell you in every meeting, I don't want to hear your problems, just solutions. <laughs> Figure it out and get it on the air. That's it. We'll make it happen, Howard. <laughs> all right, good enough, Mike. I'll be curious to hear your solution to all of this. I'll, let me hear the uh, final pitch, and then I'll decide. We gave it to you. It. I, where no, you're you in. There's like you're three in. different scenarios. There's a bag. There's a this. There's a that. No, there's no prize. You're blindfolded. You're blindfolded. You touch the cock and you figure out what your sausage. It's pretty simple. No, there's going to be a prize. All right, I want to hear the prize. No. Your job. Epic. Okay. You keep your job. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> That's a good prize. You get to keep your job. That is like a good it. prize. Yeah, yeah. I like that prize. Your wife and kids will leave you, but other than that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Welcome to my world. All right. Thank you. Thank you, boys. And uh, uh, we look forward to October. If this happens, great. It would be a lot of fun. Mike, whatever you decide, uh, you know, it would be great. Okay. <laughs> Happy Cocktober, Howard. Yeah. Thank you, Poor Howard. Mike was in a meeting this yeah. morning just said, how are you going to get anyone to play? And I go, well, you'll do it. I'm so glad. I'll be, I'm going to be a lot quieter in future meetings, Howard. That's all you yeah. get for speaking up. I'll zip my lip. Oh, God. Mike, it's settled. You're going to blow Salem. Right That's what's going to happen. This is really there. escalating <laughs> to a crime. But okay. Mike, you want to reach in my pants right now and get a, you know, get an advantage yeah, to practice. the game? Off. No, thanks. No, some batting practice? No, yeah, thank you. On. You'll have an advantage you over it, Derek. I, you know how many times I've been in a naked room with Sal and Richard going through Cocktober yeah. ideas? You didn't grab their dicks. I think I've touched uh, Southcock a few times. Oh, really? Yeah. I've heard this. When we were doing research and development for What's in My Pouch Christmas Edition. Yes, true. <laughs> we spent like three hours in the office bathroom like, sticking nutcrackers in his pouch. In the lab. Wow. A yeah. guy, Chad has an idea. Mike, tell me about what do you think of this guy's oh, idea. Boy, Chad, yeah. go ahead. Give your idea. Hey, now. Uh, hey, now. So, hot dog buns, right? That <laughs> Don't know the temperature of the dick. All right, you can't All understand right. what he's saying. Okay. Like, what he's that saying was is, great. No, I think he wants us hot put dog our dicks buns. in hot dog buns. Yeah. If, you, if the dicks are in hot dog buns and you squeeze the buns, maybe then it'll be okay. How about this, Mike? I'll you bite into the bun. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> put the bun in my asshole. I'm out on that one. Yeah. Okay, no bite. Wait right, a minute. If you can't tell through the bun, then you touch the hot dog. Yeah. <laughs> if you do it through a bun, it's not gay. Is that true? Yeah, that's what I they say. That. that is true. It's a buffer. Reading it here. It's a buffer. Boy. And what's wrong yeah. with gay? Pressure. Get a but, little gay. It's fun. But like Gary said, we'll have, to, we'll have to find tiny buns. <laughs> like little yeah. Bitty buns. <laughs> yeah, right. Sliders. Uh, All right, sliders. Yeah, enough of All this. Right. Yes, enough. Thank you. Enough. Thank you. Thanks, Aaron. Thank you. Anyway, this, this is what happens with Cocktober. We get slogged down into the details. I know. It's, the minutiae. The minutiae. That's the problem. Robin, they're killing me with my new show. <laughs> anyway, it is Cocktober, and it's time for a Cocktober song. How's that? All cock, all the time. Don't you like cock? Cocktober. One, two, three, four, five, six, cock. Can I touch? Seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve, cock. Hey, boner. Fifteen, fourteen, fifteen, sixteen, seventeen, eighteen, cock. So we'll be cock around the clock. All right. Yeah. Put your cock rings on the 
some fun at Steam's party time when cock over comes. There'll be cock around the clock, alright. There'll be cock, cock, cock all day and night. There'll be cock around, cock around the clock. Oh, really? Nice cock. Hey, here's a good one. Do you, do you watch The Masked Singer at all? No. All right, good. Um, can you guess The Masked Singer from the other week? I'm going to play it for you. Other week. See if you, yeah. See if you can figure this out. You know what the concept is of The Masked Singer? Some yeah, they're in a there. costume. Right. And they sing. And they sing. All right. Uh, uh, that wasn't the best thing. That was me. <laughs> See if you recognize the voice. All right. as a pickle. That's why you said the old pickle. I should recognize that voice? Yeah, it's someone you know. Feeling all the bumpers, but always playing clean. Plays by intuition. Third digit counts fall. That deaf dope and dill pickle. So plays a mean thing. Well, I figured you'd get it. Alright, I'll give you a hint. The same week this air, the same week this was on the air, he threatened to rape J.D. That's Mike. Mike Rappaport. Famous actor oh Mike Rappaport. God. Yeah. Picture that no, pickle. I would calling. not have recognized him no. singing. He was Michael on The Mass Singer. Mike Rappaport. <laughs> Picture a giant pickle calling Gary a gorilla and you'll forget it. <gasps> Did somebody anyway, figure it out? Uh, I don't think they did. The judges, the judges thought it was me. It's one of the judges. Here, I'll play that for you. I got, I, I earned. But first of all, you know, you should know it's not me. I'm not going on the mass singer. You know, and no offense to Mike. You know, I love him, but uh, that's not a show I'd be on, right, Robin? <laughs> right. I'm way, too, I'm way too famous. That would Even be if like, he wanted um, to do it, we wouldn't let him. <laughs> exactly. My, my, handling, my handlers would not allow me. And I'm bringing that B-D-E. That big deal energy. What? <laughs> Let's go! You see, Mike's voice is, um, I think they put something on it so that people wouldn't recognize it. So they're all trying to guess who he is. Uh-huh. Okay. Let's go. Are you guys picking up on anything? Well, on-air signs, microphones, headphones. I think it's somebody who's a host of either a podcast yeah. or a, or a yeah. talk show I'm or was that. a talk show host. So then, like, a couple of names that come to mind are Craig Kilborn. You know, Craig as a Kilborn. talk show That's a great guest. The other person who has a very popular podcast called The Armchair Expert, I think yeah. it's called. Yes. Maybe it's Dax Shepard. Great That's guest. Right. I like that guess a lot. I do too. But this this pickle is tall. Ah. Uh. He really is. And I'm thinking maybe talk to a host like a Conan O'Brien. Oh. Yeah, there you go. Oh, that's right? great. That is a great guess. Right? But. Not really. Conan. I'm 
poor Conan if he's doing the mass singer. You know what I mean? It would be really yeah. sad. Yeah. The way he's just playful with Nick, this could be Howard Stern. <laughs> Not a chance, dude. Howard's interviewed everyone from Quentin Tarantino to Martin Short. I'm, I'm convinced this is Howard Stern. Wow. Good guess. Only Howard Stern would smack me on my ass up here. That's <laughs> <laughs> That's Nick, of course, Nick Cannon. Of course. Anyway, so then Mike got eliminated. I don't know exactly how the uh, mass Singer works, but... Uh, I think he, you win if you're discovered, like if you p- get picked. It seems you... It's whoever the judges think sings best, and Mike was Is pissed off. Is that true? He, yeah, yeah. He, they eliminated him, and then he didn't take it too well. You know Mike. He, he went, of went course nuts. Not. Yeah, which is fun. Tell me what's on your mind, man, because I know you're pissed off right now. <laughs> oh, my God. He's mad for real. You should have won. I, I'm not even going to start with you. I'm going to start with you first, Ken. You fake-ass doctor. <laughs> you did great, Michael. Okay. Oh, no, I didn't just do great. I did fantastic. You were fantastic. I was unbelievable. My rendition of Beverly Hills was fantastic. The crowd, the crowd went crazy. Okay, I almost, I almost stage dived right into this man. I think if you get voted off, your prize is you get to leave. I think that's the winner. <laughs> and you get not to have to reveal yourself. Yeah. The fact that he is now telling people who he is is ridiculous. He didn't win. Mike's a really good actor. His price went down like $10,000 after he did this. <laughs> we saw that. I should be at In-N-Out Burger chilling right now. I <laughs> hey, just want to say, like, I don't know you, but I'm, I'm, I rarely get, like, starstruck. I'm such a huge, massive fan, and I can't believe you're on the stage. Well, Thank you so much. Well, everybody here, including <laughs> you, Nick Cannon. Don't, don't suck up to me now. You had your chance. <laughs> mm. hey, here's Mike. You weren't really pissed off you lost that thing, were you? Uh, yeah, I was, Howard, because, number one, even uh, the co-host with the most, Robin Quivers, couldn't figure me out because I have the voice of a fucking angel. Number two, I don't yeah. like the tone. You're like, you're like, oh, this is, oh, this is, first of all, first of all, it's, it's, home, it's friendly home entertainment. Second of all, uh, I remember a guy, I, I don't remember who, it's some radio guy, big guy, uh, who became a judge called himself America's judge. Nothing's beneath anybody. I have the voice of an angel. I should have no, won. Let, wait wait like a second. I got paid a lot of dough to do that. Like you didn't get paid anything. Yeah, I, what are you talking about? If I told you the number they if I told you the number they gave me to judge on there, your head would fall off. Okay, well <laughs> if you maybe you tell me you tell yeah, me. Come on, you can't you, you can't number. you can't you can't charge me with that. No, I understand uh, what you're well, saying. You thought it would be fun to be on the mass singer. I get it. I thought it would be fun to be uh, number one, I didn't get that much money to be on America's Got Talent. I'm, I'm just pulling his leg. You but sell out. You I'm, fucking sell out. You just admitted to being a sellout. You stole your oh, soul. Yeah. Oh, fuck yeah. Damn right okay. I am. <laughs> Ain't <laughs> cheap isn't? either. <laughs> yeah, no, no. I'm I'm a whore. You, I'm a high price whore. No, but it, but in all seriousness, you're right. I thought it would be fun to be on America's Got Talent. And I and your point's well taken. You thought it would be fun to be on The Masked Singer. I get it. But you didn't, I had you didn't a great win. time. I made it to yeah. the second round. My voice, right. Robin couldn't figure it out. I call in this show a couple of times a month. Uh, I, I, I'm a song and dance man. 
And what can I say? I could pivot. I could stay with this as much as you want, but I saw a very disturbing, distressing photograph of Baba Bowie standing next to Elvis Presley in Las Vegas. And oh, yeah. so much about this, so much about that photo kept me up at night. Not that I need anything to keep me up at night these days, but it just was like Elvis and an ape. And like, JD, like JD that. wants to tell you something, Mike. Go ahead, JD. I have a question. Uh, if, uh, would you like to participate in Dicker Sausage with me and Gary? <laughs> Ooh. No. That's a good question. Like, yeah, come on, team Mike's player. A team player. <laughs> come on, Mike. Mike. We put you on, listen, we put you Mike, on for let me, three. <laughs> well, let me talk to Mike about this. I Go think ahead. this is better than the mass singer, honestly. Yes. No offense. I think you versus Gary versus JD. And what do I have to do okay. specifically? So, you you know, you're blindfolded and you're either, you, you got to figure out if you're holding a dick or a sausage. Howard, I'm going to tell you something right now, you sick, sick, puppet <laughs> master, fuck you. That ain't never happening. Oh, come really? on. Oh, Are you afraid? Happening. Are you afraid that JD's going to beat you? <laughs> <laughs> let me do Howard, you sick animal. I, I, I'm never doing it. I let me, okay, let me put it to you this way, Mike. Mike, let me ask you a question. I'm shocked that Gary's willing to work this this hard. I'm just surprised. I, I, listen, like, I, the, no, no, here's the I question. Love, I, I love the idea do of Michael holding. Do you think J.D. or Gary can feel a sausage or a cock? And do you feel those guys will know better than you that they will win? Or are you a competitor who's going to take these two on and show the world how you can beat them? <laughs> That's what how I want. How soon we forget? How so, excuse me? How soon? Excuse me, Howard. How soon we forget <laughs> that I participated in a painting uh, I understand. during October a couple of years ago? How I understand. soon we forget? Old news. That? Old news. This game needs a no, celebrity. Not old news. We need a celebrity hey, for the game. Celebrity. You would have told me. What have you, you done today? A list celebrity that's come on your show that participated in October, a dick painting from a couple of years ago. You, you tell as far me as, I'm hold concerned, on, as, far as I'm concerned, you are an A-lister. You yeah. are a fine actor. I've always said it. B minus. Fine. Oh, good I think. I think. I think it's. I think it's. I think it's way more. Listen to me. I think it's way more honorable, and I'm being serious. To play in October than to dress up like a pickle. I'm just being frank. <laughs> or dress up like a really? pickle and come in here yeah. and play the game. <laughs> yeah, and if you want to put on your pickle costume. Now, <laughs> now, Robin, now we're talking. Now you're speaking my language here. Now you're talking my language because that's kind of like a cosplay type of thing. And then I could always right. I could always uh, say I was in character. Like I was just as like a right. performance. Right. Now we're right. talking. And, now and we're by the way. I like where your head's at. And by the way, it's not Go gay. Ahead. It's a it's a competition. No. Yeah. Howard, right. it's, I love it's, it's a competition. Go ahead. Go I ahead, love the idea. Of, go ahead, Pete. <laughs> I love the idea. Ahead, no, I really do. I love the idea of him calling me a filthy ape while Sal's cock is in his hand. I like that. Okay. Fair enough. Okay, but to, to bring to bring it back to my original thing, um, lips, is Howard, there's a picture of Gary and an Elvis. An Elvis impersonator, or maybe it's the real Elvis. We haven't figured out if he's dead or alive. But if you zoom in on the picture, the lips are ginormous per usual. The teeth are are, are just they're, they're 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 fantastic. But the gums are black. He is are his are his gums blackening? Oh, hey, uh, you got to look at the picture. I got to tell you, 
on our phones now, I w- I'm counting here at least seven phone calls right now, and it can only take like ten at a time. All it says is Cocktober. Rappaport's our hero. He needs to do this. <laughs> I mean, every single one of them. People are screaming that you need to be in a very severe... I mean, this is hardcore. I mean, this is Sal's cock, Richard's cock, and, and oh. sausage. But they're screaming <laughs> for it. I'll How give you an you example. If you don't believe I me... Saw, I listen. saw those button dicks when I came in there for Cocktober a few I years know, ago. I know, I know, but here's Mike. And, and Mike, go like, ahead. Tell, tell Michael. Tell Michael. Go ahead, Mike. Michael, I've spoken to you before and wrap up. I love you. I love the movies that you're in. But if you are a fucking true Howard Stern legend... You're going to fucking do the cock game. And if you don't do it, you might make us think you're a little bit homophobic. I'm not saying you are, but if you won't do it, maybe you are. What do you say? That's a valid point. That's a that valid a point. point. That's that a valid, valid point. point. Yeah. What if it was I mean, a guy's arm? You know, Would you do it then? If it was a guy's you know, arm or gotta, leg or his knee? I, I got to be honest. That's a valid point. It's got me rethinking. But so far, I, even even that call, I have to say no. I still have to say no, but I'm open to All more. All right, I'm gonna, I'll put it to you this way. I'm going to convince ahead. you right Go now. Ahead, Howard. Go ahead. You're an actor, and what you do for a yeah. living, I mean, when you were in acting school, you get into character. Yes. If someone said to you, Mike, we need you, we're going to put you in a Martin Scorsese movie, but you're playing a gay man, and you got to grab a little cock, you'd say, where do I sign up? Because it's not Michael Rappaport. It's it's your acting. It's your character. Right. It's, it's, I'm in character. I get it. Stella Adler, Method, Uta Hagen, Marlon Brando. I get it. And you know, where'd you go to, where did you go to acting school? What, what school did you go to? I was, never went to an acting class. I just, uh, what? Crazy talk. Self taught. (laughs) Self taught is amazing. (laughs) Gary says he can't believe it. Well, Gary's an actor too. He acts like he works. So, Gary, you worry about those fucking blackening gums. Those fucking charred gums. I, I don't know what. Michael, is it a bad photo? Yes, Howard. Michael, don't don't change the topic. I'm talking about this is the greatest role of your life. <laughs> Howard, I'm you telling know what, you. You know what's go so down. disrespectful? You know what, what I'm taking as a disrespect? You know what is so what? disrespectful, Howard? What? Is you know I'm an A-lister. You hang I know around you A-listers. They, I they know. come to your houses. I don't get invited to play chess. I don't get invited to the barbecue at your but yet you're like quick to say, hey, Mike Rapp, why don't you come in and grab my staff dick? You know how fucking rude that is? I was at Hold the on. old crib when Mr. X was dating Robin. How soon we forget. But now you're Howard, just I can, like in the fucking I can address this. Go ahead. Go ahead. I can address this, Michael. It's very simple. All of Howard's A-list friends don't nag him to get on the air to be to get airtime or just oh, wait a free second, plugs. Gary. You don't feel Gary, like... Uh, Mike, Mike... Mike. You're fucking... Your fucking black gums. If, if there was no, if there was no callers like me, there'd be no show because you can't book a fucking guest. Oh, oh my god! And oh, go to Paul Simon, Keith Richards. Wait, till you see what's coming. You're an idiot. Worry about those gums. <laughs> Worry about the gums. It was teeth. It was lips, and now it's gums. You got to. Mike, I'm running out of time. I got to know. I, I just have to know if I have my A lister as Man part up. of this game. Man are you, in, again, are you going to take the challenge Gary? from Gary and JD in the Cocktober event of the century called? What are we calling it? Sausage cock? or sausage, cock. sausage or cock? Okay. Yes or no? Howard, let me let me just ask you a question. Will you say Baba Boo, you big tooth ape? Shut your fucking mouth and I'll answer. Say that right now. No. Baba no, Boo, no, no, no. Big tooth he will ape. say He'll that. Be quiet. He'll be quiet. He'll be quiet. He will say that if your answer is yes. 
I don't I'm not saying say anything. I want your answer. I just want a yes or no, Mike. Yes. I just want you to tell your staff to shut up. This while is Howard Show. I know it. How, You're, Howard Show. Not Gary, 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 please allow Mike to answer the question. Shut those Thank fucking you. teeth. Shut those fucking <laughs> teeth. Power scrub those fucking gums. They're black. You have black gums. You have black Mike? gums. And you got the audacity to talk to me? Your gums are black. Holy shit. Gary is challenging you to cock versus sausage. Go ahead. Go ahead. Howard, listen, I've done so much for this show. I brought so Absolutely. much. Yeah. I Absolutely. I Did someone just mummer something in the background? Gary said, wow. Wow. I've done so much. Wow. Tell me what you did today. <laughs> what, what have I done today? Yeah. I, I brushed my teeth. I've I'm waiting. I've <laughs> manned, manned up, and I'm going to be part of this. You want be, be a team player. I don't care about what you no. did in the past. It's all about now. Okay. Now. Listen. Today. Howard, can we call? Can Shut up, Keith. Can we call Jennifer Aniston and ask her to be a part of it as a judge? Like, we'll put her in like a cheerleader. Mike, costume. this isn't about Jennifer Aniston. This is about guys playing each other in a sport. Cock versus sausage. Uh, are you in or you out? I, don't, I just need a yes or no. Oh man, you're you're making it so compelling because I love you and I love the show. Uh, uh, I, I I just I give so much content. I love the show. I'm just I'm worried about the executive producer. I'm worried I, if his mm -hmm. teeth look that bad. What if his what if his cock what if his cock look? I need 24 it's hours. Not Can his I answer cock. next week? It's not his cock. It's not, it's not his my cock. cock, Mike. Okay, it's other people's cocks. It's well, Richard and Sal's cock, and you, Gary and JD, I have see, to squeeze it. To see if it's a cock or sausage. Mm -hmm. I see. Now it's all making sense to you. Now you're making it a little bit more appealing. I didn't know that. I'm sorry. Um, I have to Fair run enough. this up the flagpole with my wife right. and, and my team. My A team. My, my, I, I, uh, uh, I didn't ask my that? team. I didn't ask my wife, Michael. I made a decision. Because she doesn't talk to you. She doesn't uh, want to look at you. Uh, yeah. Mike, I'm going to respect Mike. You. I respect you. Let me know. Take the 24 hour. Take what you need. And then let us know. That's I'm afraid he's going to lose okay, that I, mustard I, I, commercial. Really? Was really? that Gary? I'll get you a fucking. I, he's afraid he's going to lose that shitty mustard commercial. I'll get you a fucking toothpaste commercial. You stinky fucking rotten. I'll toothpaste. take it. I'll right. take a toothpaste commercial. You can't even. Let's save. Let's save the. Let's save all this for the game. Let's save it for the game. All right. Yes. Thanks, okay. Mike. Okay. Congratulations. Thank you. Thank you. Thank right. you. Mike Rappaport, everyone. Um. There you go. Wow. Gary throwing down the gauntlet in cock versus sausage. I'm in. Wow. I've never known Mike to back down from a challenge, but uh, this is this. Well, I have to admit, this is. You think he will? Yeah. This is what this is what separates the men from the boys. He wants all the accolades, but he doesn't want to be part. He doesn't want to get his hands dirty. Pardon the pun. So he won't do this. I guarantee you, he won't do this. He'll go home, and his wife will go. You can't do that. And then he'll just be a pussy, and he'll back out. <laughs> All right. Fair enough. What a cliffhanger to leave you with on, wow, a, on a Wednesday. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Wow. Will he or won't he? <laughs> he will be the, uh, he is the biggest star to participate in Cocktober, uh, which is quite, uh, quite something. Uh, Helen, I'll give you the last word on this. Oh, thank you so much, Howard. I love you. But you guys got to get Michael to do this. Michael, I love when Michael's on. I love the ball busting. I love everything about it. We got to, we find a way and we get him to do this. It would be the best Cocktober of all time. 
Well, there you have the last word, Helen. Absolutely. Um, everyone is excited now that what started out as a joke has become a real competition. JD's <laughs> in, Gary's in, and now possibly superstar oh, Mike Rappaport, Rappaport. Yeah. will be yeah. uh, taking off the dill pickle costume and coming right over here to Cocktober. <laughs> yes. Bring the dill, baby. Bring the dill. Thank you, Helen. There is Helen who says, I need to see this. Wow. Wow. That was a turn I didn't see coming. You got to put shit out there. and <laughs> There's a lot of turns we don't see coming. I'm reading this thing. I don't know if it's real or not. There's a thing here. It says um, Denise Richards and her daughter, Sammy Sheen, are considering doing OnlyFans together. What? Yeah, I don't know what that means. Oh, dear. I hope uh, that's not true. Is that true? Did anybody I don't know that why or? I hope it's not true, but I really hope it's not true. That's a tough conversation. Kids, I need uh, some dough. Uh, I'm thinking about uh, OnlyFans. Would you Would you participate with me? I'll be on there. Probably some lingerie. Like, what are they going to do on OnlyFans? Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. Mm. Wow. I'll tell you what, though, we got to give Mike a, an incentive to do. Um, if Mike Rappaport beats Gary and JD, he yeah. can have an uninterrupted whole three minutes to roast Gary, say whatever he wants. <laughs> <laughs> and he can roast JD, too, and throw it in. Uh, uh, did anyone read that? Or am I making that up? Oh, it says Denise Richards and daughter both have OnlyFans accounts, and Denise recently teased a collaboration with her daughter. Oh. Yeah, I wasn't oh. wrong. I knew I'd read something like that. Well, what does her daughter uh, do on OnlyFans, and what does she do on OnlyFans? I don't know. I've never participated in that. I I like to do my jer my jerking off to um, like videos that are already shot. I don't need. <laughs> I need to go. I don't, you don't need to do it in tell real time. Denise Richards, what to do? No. Excuse me, Denise. Can you make out with your daughter? I don't think I, I feel comfortable <laughs> saying that. I've matured. Uh. Oh, it's the president of the United States, Joe Biden. I thought he was in Israel, but he's here. Hi. Now, I had to come back, man. I heard of Mike Rappaport. This man's duty to one another, duty to American and American people. She's going to touch those cocks. <laughs> the only thing that will bring us together, unity in the Middle East, cross right. divide and cross over. God knows back in Scranton, Corn Pop, and I did various things around the tool shed, man. It's nothing wrong with it, man. All right. Go touch Thank tigers. you. Thanks, President Biden. That was my good man. The president wants to see it, too. Yeah. <laughs> Amazing. Imagine that competition. J.D. Gary versus Mike Rappaport. And is it a cock or is it sausage? Yeah. Yeah. What's the problem? Yeah, we don't need Mike Trainer. We, we get Mike Rappaport. He's been in actual movies. Yeah. Oh, please you know. don't let Trainer off the hook. It's killing him. Please let me him play too. <laughs> I'm not making anyone play. If you want to do it, I because you just know it's the right thing to do, you do it, right, Gary? I when I read all the things last night and I just saw it on paper, it made me laugh out loud. Yeah, I just me think too. it's the dumbest thing in the world. 
Especially, crazy. I'm, I'm with a blindfold and those idiots are behind a curtain with their dicks <laughs> on a table. I'm laughing as I'm thinking about it. <laughs> I'm thinking their dicks should be through like a glory hole or something. And, uh, yeah. and the Again, don't make the wood too thick. <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah, don't if you, you have think- to go get it, you know it's the... It's the dick. <laughs> you got to admit, something like this could maybe just bring the world together and make everyone laugh. Because I, I feel our country is very divided right now. I even see like there are Americans who believe that Russia, they're on the side of Russia against Ukraine. Like they, the world has gone kablooey. And I feel like something like a, a wacky penis stunt. Emphasizing and, our freedoms. Yeah. Right, right. Like, you can't do this in Iran, you know. Or you probably can't do it in Russia. I'm pretty sure you can't do it here, but we're going to do it anyway. (laughs) (laughs) So silly. It's so silly. This show is about silliness, Robin. Remember that. (laughs) Sometimes. Uh, yeah. Well, we should go. We did enough show. Feel weird saying goodbye to you, Robin, but I have to. Oh. You know, I like being with you. Well, you can call me later. Don't get crazy, Robin. (laughs) Are you kidding? Today, I am so busy. You wouldn't believe what I got to do. I got three meetings today. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. I got one meeting. Oh, well, one of them's not actually a meeting. What is that? It's like a self-help thing. It's the shrink. And then, uh, but oh. then I got two meetings. And, um, yeah. Oh, Denise and her daughter don't do nudity on OnlyFans. So. Okay. That's, uh, I mean, that's making me feel better. Yeah. Well, what do they do? Read Shakespeare? I mean. <laughs> they must do something sexual. They do scenes. I mean, scenes. But I mean, guys don't pay. Like, okay, let's say, are they in lingerie? Even that feels wrong to me. I mean, that doesn't feel right to me. We got to draw the line somewhere. I'm going to, I no, I'm not going to. Stop saying it. All right. I'm not going to look you. at their OnlyFans sites. <laughs> no, you're not. You have other things to do. That's right. Uh, next Tuesday, John Stamos stops by. Next Wednesday, Robin Ronnie and comedian Chris DeStefano, DeStefano, are playing the guessing game, What's My Freaky Fetish? And again, I just want to remind you, listen Friday on Howard 101, legendary rock and roll single, Paul Rogers from Bag Company, and free, of course, is hosting a brand new episode of Songs I Want to Hear. Paul's going to pick some of his favorite songs, talk to you about rock and roll. It's really a fun special. He even sang a little bit on it Friday night on Howard 101 and the SiriusXM app. We love the app. We can put all, we load all our stuff up on there. And you got, if you go on the app, man, you will see a dizzying array of uh, Howard Stern show material. We have, gosh, I mean, there's interviews, there's hijinks, there's, uh, there's music. You know, Robin, there's music. You didn't mention music, <laughs> but it's all up there. <laughs> it really is. Oh, I fell asleep. I put myself to sleep. That's crazy. All right. Hey, we'll uh, see you later, and uh, God bless you all. And uh, 